Gee. No, um, it was cool, man. Uh, I took my test and uh, I passed. So I asked her, I was like, hey, is there anything like you suggest that I should do better or whatever like that while, you know, me being on mm-hmm. the road? And she's like, honestly, she goes, I only docked you for two points. And I was like, really? What was it? And she said, uh, when I got on the on-ramp to get onto the freeway, I hit the line a little bit. So I got docked a point there. And then... Um, with your trailer or with your semi? With my trailer. It's so hard, man. I yeah. couldn't imagine. Like, I, I fucking hop curbs every, every now and then with my back right. tire all the time. Right. Because I cut it close and then... Yeah, so so that's what I did. I, I, I barely hit the line one time. And then the other one had to do something with an intersection. I think I turned... Uh, I turned too early or I turned too much in the first lane instead of going over to the second lane because you're supposed to go into the second lane right away. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what she told me. It was it had to do something with the intersection, though. So I was like, oh, fuck. Well, that's all I got wrong. Cool. You know, and I was like, yeah. and I know when I got on the freeway, I drove. I was only going like 45. And she's like, yeah, I looked over. I was more like, did you know what the speed limit was? I'm like, yeah, but I didn't want to go too fast. And then, you know, like. Yeah. So I was like, I just kind of mellowed out. But then when I was on the way back, I was fucking smashing 55 on the way back. So that's that's a speed limit for a truck driver. So I was like, cool. I was telling half, uh, we went on a road trip uh, mm-hmm. the other day to pick up her, to pick up Yoli's mom, to pick up her grams. Right. And so we went down to Anaheim and I was telling half, I was like, truck drivers aren't even supposed to be in this third lane if there's four lanes. They're not, but sometimes do they do get over um, all the fucking time. Bro. Where the fuck was I? I can't remember where I was at. Yeah, I, was, I was getting so mad. I kept oh, up, they kept on cutting me off. Arizona, bro. I swear to God, we were in Arizona when we went to the uh, Country Thunder. Uh-huh. The fucking trucking lanes are going all the way to the fifth lane because there's six lanes in Arizona when you're driving. The, the, fuck? the sixth lane is a carpool lane. They were coming over to the fifth lane just fucking smashing, bro, like 80, 90 miles an hour. Like, son of a bitch, dude. I, I was tripping out. Cause I've never seen that before. Uh-uh. Never in my life have I seen truck truckers right there. If a fucking higher patrol, maybe, right? Maybe, well, I don't know. I don't know what the law is. Is it just slower traffic just moves right? Because if you're in a in a truck and you're fucking going, because Arizona doesn't have no uh, speed limit, it's equal speed limit. So if a vehicle is able to go seventy miles an hour, a truck could go seventy miles an hour. Oh shit! And I think the speed limit in Arizona is eighty. Yeah. So if well, the, it is in Utah. So maybe it's like seventy five there. I think it's 80, but okay. I, I'm not too, too sure. Uh, I mean, it's been a little while. Um, but yeah, they're able to go the same exact speed. And I think that's what happened, dude. These motherfuckers are moving all the way over to the fast lane. Just, whoo. I was like, damn, bro, that's crazy. Because I've never seen that. I've, they've always been either in the last lane or the second to last lane. I've seen dudes do it without trailers. And I'm like, well, fuck it. Oh, yeah, because they're bobtailing. Yeah, yeah, so they don't have no weight behind them. So, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, no, these sense. motherfuckers are fucking hauling shit, bro. Dude, and I'm like, wow. Dude, fucking... I was telling her, I was like, yeah, those two, when it's four lanes like this, there's only those two, the truckers can only be in those two far right lanes. Yeah. The one lane and then the passing lane for the truck. Yeah. And I was like, so they should never be in this third lane. Mm-hmm. And the motherfuckers kept cutting me off. And I was like, you son of a bitch. I want to yeah. fucking throw something at you. Well, it's because you're supposed to move faster, bro. Well, I'm doing like fucking 80 <laughs> and these motherfuckers are cutting me but off. But that's what I'm saying, man. Some of these people fucking, no, they're, they just, they're not it, bro. moving fast. They're moving slow. Uh-huh. They're cutting me off mm-hmm. to pass the dude in like the the second lane. Yeah, but you're, they're only doing like sixty. Oh, uh, I see. So they're still slowing you down. They're then. fucking. I have yeah. to fucking hit my brakes. Oh, yeah, I must fucking. That. Some dude uh, flew by us. We're in L.A. It was just me and half at the time, and we're in the uh, carpool lane. Yeah, and this dude fucking flies by me mm-hmm. in a Mercedes SUV. Flies by me, and then jumps into the fucking carpool lane and i was just like damn like half saw it like whoa and i was like 
Yeah, he's not supposed to cross that double line. The double line, yeah. And she was just like, why not? And then as I'm about to say something, brake lights. And this oh. motherfucker, this motherfucker cut me off. So I had to lock him up, slide into the other lane, slide into the other lane just because there was no one in that yeah. one. And then I took off. What and a fucking just, prick. And she was just like, oh my God, I'm so scared right now. And I was just like, <laughs> you're good. Like, yeah, I, got yeah, the, yeah. I got the reaction. She was like, you really know how to drive your truck yeah that's still bullshit though dude yeah. um well i mean since we're already here and we're recording welcome, welcome back, back guys <laughs> welcome back to the words are hard podcast i am the curly-headed fuck with me today is the gummy bear what up though as always guys we are brought to you by sucreapparel.com that's s-u-i-k-e-r apparel.com check it out that's the homegrown Nicole with bosch's website she designs all of that stuff herself so pretty fucking cool a lot of a lot of nice stuff man um Christmas. a lot of nice shirts socks mugs anything you guys could think of right she probably has it honestly grab some shit christmas stocking stuffers are right there you know even even if you don't want to have just stocking stuffers, shit this shit's good enough to give for an actual gift oh yeah she has a oh, lot shit. of good shit guys so go, go over there go rape her page out and uh you know grab everything grab some sweaters the sweats it's, it's, it's getting cold yeah it's a cold mm-hmm. uh get a sweater check you look good in a hoodie yeah i mean who doesn't look good in a hoodie right she has scarves too no i think she had a scarf no Ooh. i thought she had a scarf i know she has gators so you can wear okay, those maybe as, that's what I saw. You can wear those as a scarf. Yeah, maybe that's what I saw and, and thought it was a scarf. But you could, I mean, you could call it a, an infinity scarf. Yeah, but guys, she has so much shit for you. It, I mean, just go, just go look at the website. Go look at the website. Grab whatever you need, um, and, and go ahead and make sure whatever you do, use our promo code at words are hard. Words, the letter R, hard. You'll get yourself ten percent off. Not just not just five, six. You get yourself ten percent off, and like we always say in most states. That's covering your taxes. At least, you know, we're, it's covering taxes here in California because ours is 8%. We're the highest in the United States. So it's covering your taxes here in the States. You know, cover a little bit of shipping too. So just go get it. Mm, Use the promo code. It's going to help you guys out. Free, free, sh- or taxes free is a fucking an ideal world right there, right? Man. I wish I could get 10% off everything I buy. I wish I could get 10% off at the pump. 100 bucks of the day pull up. Man. 100 bones. The, the, okay, so so that's you. I mean, my pump, it took me... My my car used to fill up on 25 bucks. Used okay? to. <laughs> it used to. I'm at $48 filling up right now, bro. Damn, and I'm bro, just like, fuck. And, and my car only has 11 and a half gallons. So I'm just like, son of a bitch, dude, really? Yeah, so I, I got, get it. I got the 25-gallon uh, tank in my truck. So so if you guys want, go ahead and use promo code words are hard at your gas pump. <laughs> <You'll> <laughs> try get, it out. Maybe, maybe they'll give you 10%. You'll get nothing off, but you know you can try it. <laughs> All right, Jordan. So, Oh, by the way, Nicole, uh, sorry. We've been trying to ship some shit out to you, but uh, it's kind of pricey. Just, it's not just, that. <laughs> it's, she gave me the wrong freaking uh, code? postal code. Uh-uh. And so they were... Um, where they were looking it up, they were just like, oh, yeah, we don't even, like, FedEx said, oh, we don't even ship there. They were shipping that shit in the fucking <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> yeah, right? They're fucking. No, we we're like, no, she's in a different safari. <laughs> yeah. She's not that, she's not that South African. Come down. <laughs> she's South African, not African. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, you came in yesterday, so we were supposed to record yesterday. Actually, we were supposed to record, like, last week. Yeah. And then. I don't know what the fuck happened. Well, we did something, and then we were actually supposed to record like three days ago, 
And then uh, I had some shit going on. Uh, my schedule just wasn't able to click out because as we were talking about in the beginning of this episode, hey, I got my license. I was going back to school to uh, finish my trekking school. Got my license. So our schedule wasn't really able to work out. Came in yesterday and... I was out of it. I had a CT scan in the morning. Um, just a regular one. I get them every four months just to uh, make sure the cancer hasn't come back exactly full force and for you guys that are new listeners uh jesus here is fighting stage four cancer and he has been fighting it for a little over three years now yeah. so you September know he's still he's still uh, fighting this battle and um he has to go get a ct scan every once in a while just to see if the cancer is spread at all or anything like that so if you guys do or don't know a ct scan just fucking drains the shit out of you well and, that, and it doesn't let you be able to do shit it's the i don't know why something about that dye that the the contrast that they have to uh, you have to drink some shit and then they give you some more shit intravenously. And, and you gotta put it in my vein. Put it in my vein. Just uh, just whatever you do, just don't go cheesh. Those fucking oh man, that's just so annoying. Oh, cheesh. I'm so glad I don't like I don't I don't have anything TikTok, so I don't have to see any of that. I've never to this day, I've never seen the island boys. Oh my god. I know who they I, they're, are. They're fucking they're, annoying, bro. So yeah. everyone makes fun of them. Dylan Scott made fun of them. Yeah, he that did. shit was fucking hilarious. But yeah, no, I don't have any uh, TikTok or anything like that, so I don't and, have to watch. And then there's like shit. a there's like a dance, and, and there's like I'm gonna catch a vibe, and they do that fucking shit in the like to their elbow, and then this one guy's like, "What the fuck are you gonna do? Catch a vibe in your elbow?" And then so now every once in a while, my daughter, uh, when the song comes on, she goes, "Dad, what are you gonna do? Catch a vibe in your elbow?" Like out of <laughs> nowhere, bro, it's fucking hilarious. But so yeah, man, so uh, he has to he has to take this dye and uh, all this other stuff. So the, just, you know, I tell my doctor, but he doesn't care. Well, it's not that he doesn't care; it's just like. You got, I got to do it, you know. They yeah, got, you they have, have to test. do it no matter what. So that way, it actually could read all the fluid in your body. And actually, before you even do these CT scans, you cannot eat. Yep. You With cannot drink. Not even water, guys. Not even water. That For what? So eight hours or twelve hours? Eight hours. So eight hours. I, I, we schedule my CT scans in the morning, but still, you know, your boy be hungry and th- your boy's thirsty. I drink over Man. a gallon a day. And who's to say that you know? Because he sleepwalks. Who just says he doesn't go up there and go grab himself a fucking water? You know, just to drink. You know, fucking it's kind of bullshit. Myself a sandwich in my sleep. <laughs> oh, that's the wrong mayo. <laughs> Dirty. Dirty motherfucker. Um Yeah, so I mean that's that's what's been holding us up, man. Uh so we yeah, actually had uh yesterday Jordan actually came over and I just couldn't get out of bed because I was so fucking drained because it feels like my kidneys are failing me and my lungs are fucking got sand in them because the contrast takes forever to come out of my system. I thought that's what your tits felt like. A bag yeah. of sand. Back, <laughs> felt like a you you grab a girl's boob and it feels like a bag of sand. Bag of sand, man. Come on, man. <laughs> you know us, uh, man. We always got to throw some movie references out there for y'all. Um, but man, we actually got a really good topic today. But you know us. Before we get into the topics, Jordan, do you got anything to get off your chest? I got a little something to get off my chest, man. See, he came in hot yesterday, so he's really mad that we couldn't get it off his chest. Yeah, yesterday. well, actually, not this. Ex, uh, to get something off my chest, it actually happened today. Okay. And first is, of all, did you see? Did you want to do did you see first? We always do did you see first. Okay, cool. What did did you see? I thought we can get off my chest because like, I I don't have a big one. It's just a little one. Well, maybe I can let it build a little bit. Well, it's not that. It's not that big. Okay. So. Did Uh-oh. you see? I think we got we might get some of the same ones here. No, I got this one. This one's fucking crazy. Did you see that there's a guy in England that showed up to an emergency room with a mortar shell up his ass? Oh, 
yeah, I did not see that one. <laughs> okay. So the mortar shells were the ones they drop in the pipe. Yeah. And the one specifically that that, that was up his ass was an anti-tank. Uh, I think it was like uh, 95 millimeter fucking. So it was like two inches wide, uh-huh. six inches long. And it went up his ass. And he swears. That sounds like the perfect gift from ex-girlfriend. He swears <laughs> it was an accident. He said he slipped and fell on it. Oh, my God. So they had to call the fucking bomb squad out to the emergency room oh to try God. to take the fucking thing out of his ass. And then they found out eventually, once they did take it out of his ass, that it was inactive. But they didn't know that. Look, it's a fucking oh landmine. It's, it's a mortar shell in a guy's asshole. That is fucking ridiculous. How did he walk? That's crazy, bro. He probably, hey. I did not see that. He, I, he probably, he's probably in some things, you know? I did not see that. That probably wasn't. I, I mean, how do you slip, fall? I've slipped. Actually, I don't ever. Really I mean, unless he fell backwards, but I mean. I don't think I don't I've know. ever slipped and fallen in my life. I've like had my knee give out, but I've never like slipped and fallen. Yeah, the only thing I can think of is maybe he fucking fell backwards. What are you doing butt-ass naked? Yeah, that's true, too. Near a mortar. That's true, too. This fucking dude was into some shit. Let's just say that. Let's just call it what it is. That dude was into some weird shit. And, uh, you know, things, yeah, got, that's things exactly got away what, from him. That's exactly what happened. He had <laughs> he had a fucking wild night in Vegas. Yeah. And he wasn't even in Vegas. He was in England. Yeah. Things what, got away from him, you some, know? There's some crazy fucking people in England. He probably fucking was hanging oh out with God. some rugby fans. And dude, they shoved it up. Dude, nuts. <laughs> I partied with some English dudes in Vegas once. I'm just going to say. The English men are, are kind of gentlemen, so I'm sure they spit it on it first. Yeah. He, he, he definitely cupped the balls. Uh, all right, what do you got for DGC? Um, actually, man, uh, the only one I got for like uh, news-wise like that is, um, did you see that the, the shooting that the kid did in Missouri, Michigan? Michigan? Uh, there's actually a manhunt for his parents. Right oh, they now. got him. Oh, they got him. Okay. They got him. So they, there was a manhunt for for the parents, and then the That's lawyer, crazy. the lawyer was saying like they are not on the run or something. If there wasn't, a, if they're not on the run, you should have been able to get them right well, away. They, they so. had a they had a, a certain time to turn themselves in, and they didn't. Mm, and so, I mean, manslaughter is kind of serious, but you'll probably at most four or five years. Yeah. So, um, but that's crazy because they're the first parents to be uh, uh, acute or. Like charged, uh, yes, that's what I was. Meant to say. I, was, I, was, I was the first word I was gonna say is acquitted, but it's not acquitted because yeah. that's fucking OJ Simpson that got acquitted. That, but yeah, no, yeah, exactly what you're saying. The first parents to actually know to get charged for some shit like this, and to be honest with you guys, parents should probably get charged all the fucking time when shit like this happens because it, the weapon is supposed to be in their possession yeah. at all times. And if it's their kids that are getting these weapons and they're using them to attack anybody, come on, that's some shit. Also, did you see on that? Where the video where it shows the kids in the classroom and he tried to fake saying he was in the sheriff's department. No. So he it was a video in uh, that the kids are recording in class. I think I could watch those videos. Well, so it, I mean he doesn't come in. He knocks. And he goes sheriff's department, and they're like, oh, okay. Well, oh, it, so they're already on lockdown. Yeah, and they're like, oh, it's the sheriff's department, and uh, then one of the kids like, I don't know, sir. We can't we can't just trust you like that. And he's like, come on, man. Well, just give me my bag, bro. It's like. Oh fuck! He said, "Bro, he said, bro." So they all fucking jumped out the window of the classroom and stuff like that, because you say, "Bro, uh, obviously you're not an officer no more because yeah, yeah. you're you're already breaking a different different barrier of words yeah. and stuff." You know, so you're not using the the, the vernacular prop- yeah. so, that a police officer would use in that situation, dude. That I can't even I can't even imagine me being a, a 16, 17 year old kid just like 
that happening, bro. I mean, I've done some wild shit when I was that young. You know, don't get me wrong. I've had a gun pointed at me at that age, but being at school and that happening, that's wild, son. That's, that's wild. That's wild, bro. I'd be, I mean, I'd probably charge the guy. I think I would, or at least throw a book at him, you know? Yeah, I mean, I would try, but it's like, dude, that's wild. There was a football, one of the football kids did. They charged him and he and tried to take him down and he got shot. Yeah, I, I, I seen that. I seen yeah. that. It's crazy, man. It's a, it's a crazy it's world. It's all situational, in. you know what I mean? I'm just going to tell you, uh, his skin color was not ours. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, when, when, when it was going down in Vegas, when we were at the Vegas shooting, we were looking for the shooter. You know what I mean? We were, we were trying to... Uh, you know, analyze the situation, figure out what's going on. So, you know, I mean, identifying the shooter is A1, but we were never able to do that in Vegas, mm-hmm. so we just fucking... Well, yeah, especially when they're fucking, what, he was, what, 20-something stories high? Yeah, we didn't even know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. It's crazy that um, some people in the crowd did figure that out. Like, there's pictures of a guy flipping them all in the crowd. That's crazy. I would have never guessed, like, where the sound was coming from right. and everything. Well, yeah, because it's also right in that area. It's all echoed out, too. Yeah. Everything echoes around, so I went. I probably would never guess. I probably wouldn't even guess it was coming from that hotel, to be honest. Oh, with you. never. So, like the directional, like yeah, I, I, I honestly, if it was me, if I was there, because I was supposed to be there, yeah, I probably would have thought it was on the ground. Like yeah. someone should. Oh no, we were, we were looking. We were like, where, where is he? Where's he coming from? Where is he? Where is he? Yeah. And then once the lights cut, cut off, we we're like, okay, because it we make, should be able to see muscle, the muzzle flash, right? Well, because it makes the most sense. Someone's walking by the fucking gate. The gate's just right. It's just a fence. It's just a regular fence. It's nothing, not, not a wall, yeah. not like Donald Trump's wall. It's just a fence, you know. <laughs> he just it's, that's what I would have thought, bro. And it's like that's fucking nuts, man. It's, it's fuck that guy, okay? Like, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> I mean, but I know no I was, one, I know I wasn't involved, and I should have been, but fuck that guy, dude. Like no one, no one thinks that, like, because there's never really been a shooting like that. You know, oh, what of mean? course, there's never been someone in a hotel, hold up in a hotel room. Like, there's that one guy that did it in uh, New York, and he did it from like the church tower um i can't remember that dude's name was but he shot a bunch of people uh, at a college um from the like the church tower the only one i know of is uh when the guy did it at uh west virginia like the columbine it was like a columbine but the west virginia is a little asian dude oh the asian dude that had the fucking tech nines yeah that's the only thing i like i could remember because he did it from a, a building up high also like that did he yeah i remember he had like tech nines in the video that he sent out he had some they were they were cool as good. Yeah, so I mean that's that's the only time I remember some shit like that. But like, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. What yeah, he had a big number too, huh? I think he, like he had like seventeen. I think eighteen. I, I want to like say he was like in the thirties. Maybe I, I thought he, he was had like a big number, 18, bro. Yeah. He fucking and then um, Maya is it, was it Maya Angelo? She's a professor there. Is the art want, the the writer? Yeah, she's a professor there. I, I want to say it's, I thought she was dead already. No, well she is now, but. At the time when it happened in oh, the I fucking mid two thousand, I want to say she was on campus and and uh, like she was gonna try to confront him and they let her. Oh shit! Yeah, but she's you know she's been through a lot. I think it was my Angela. I want to say it was her or someone else that was a, a professor there at Virginia Tech. Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh man, I can't remember. I'll have to look it up. Um, I got another pretty good. Did you see it? It's a right. sports one. Um, right. I I hate to say this, but I have to say it. Congratulations to Steph Curry. Is all time leading in three point shooting. I mean, it was as of right now. I hate to say it, bro, because I mean, who doesn't love Ray Allen? Who doesn't love Reggie Miller? Who doesn't love Jason Kidd? Oh man, Reggie Miller, you know, and 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 fucking um, Ray Allen had almost a thousand more three pointers than Jason Kidd, and Jason Kidd was in second. So it's like, 
damn, dude. Okay, no one's ever going to catch Ray Allen. Stephen Curry caught him within 11 years, 10, 11 years. Stephen Curry still has about fucking eight, another ten. eight, ten years in him, dude. Yeah. That record is probably going to hit five to six thousand and never be touched oh, ever again. I could this guy it. is amazing, bro. And I hate to say it because he's on the Warriors. Yeah. And, and honestly, I don't really hate the Warriors, I hate the fan base of the Warriors. But Jesus Christ, man. It's amazing. It's 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 great to see history like this. This time and age. You know? There's there's always people saying like, Oh, he's he's up there with the top great and I was like, No, 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 no. Yeah, I wasn't saying he, he's the greatest shooter oh, of all no, time. I never said that. He is I think yeah. he is hands down the greatest shooter of all time. I mean that's what happens when you sell your soul to the devil. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's what happens when you have a fucking fine ass wife and a fine ass mom. You know, I, yeah, I, don't I, know. I only agree with half of that statement. He has a fine ass mom. Yeah. His wife got some shit done. And the you mom's single now. Oh, holla. Your boy about to slide. Slide in those DMs. I ain't making enough money did for that you, shit. Uh, <laughs> did you see the PFL uh, champions? They no. had their, uh, a couple weeks ago, they had their uh, their Grand Prix or okay. the, their finals. Yeah. So all these people won a million dollars because they want, and you don't know any of them except for, I think Clarissa Shields, right? That's no, Kayla Harrison. No, Kayla Harrison. Yeah, that's the only one. Clarissa Shields didn't win. I know she yeah. wasn't in it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, she's the only one that you know of that oh, anyone really knows I of. Believe it. And there's a bunch of fucking nobody. And the guy that beat fucking Rory McDonald. Yeah, but I still I can't tell you his name, bro. You couldn't you couldn't see these if you, these guys were sitting next to you at a bar, you wouldn't know who the fuck they were. What's what's their what's their uh, Instagram followers? I probably have just as much two thousand. <laughs> yeah, man, it was Harrison, uh, Cooper the third one. Oh, Cooper beat Cooper's the one that beat Rory McDonald. Yeah, he he beat uh, Megadom Medoff. Oh, I wonder if he's related. He looks flabby. Um, Shields lost to Montez. Yep, and then. Capalazzo. Uh, I'm gonna be honest though. I really hate that everyone's giving a Clarissa Shields a bad time about this for her losing. And like, oh, you're not the greatest of all time. I was like, dude, she barely picked up MMA two years ago, if that, bro. Like, if that, the, all she was was boxing, and that's all she knows. Get in a fucking boxing ring with her. See oh, what happens. Yeah. See what happens well, in a boxing any, ring. Put anyone, any fucking MMA. You're, you're not seeing her. You, you could put fucking men her weight class. You're not seeing her. The, there's, there's no dude, fucking she way. She fucking smash you. At, she, what just she, vacated, fight, she just vacated her like junior, that? her junior lightweight three yeah. titles because she's gonna pursue the lightweight unification. Yeah. So see, she's gonna be the only person when she does it because she's to gonna unif- do it. Unify in two different weight. Two fucking weight classes. Mm-hmm. She's gonna be the only she's person gonna do it. ever do and, it. And oh fuck, what's her name? There's a girl that they're talking about her fighting. God, I can't remember her fucking name. Is right it now. the Puerto Rican chick? No, she's not the no, the Puerto Rican chick only fights at like one twenty five. Oh, uh, she doesn't want to move up. And huh? Clarissa Shields fights like one fifty or something like that. Uh, it's another girl. She's really, really good though. They have her as like the number one pound for pound girl in the world right now. Uh, I can't think of her name for some reason. So she must not be that good, I guess. <laughs> but but yeah. no, Clarissa Shields is the best fucking woman boxer to she ever is. live. So that's why, like, it, it really irritates me when people are trying to talk shit about her. Like, oh, bro, you know. fucking MMA stand up is to today is fucking a thousand times more complicated than it was ten years ago. Right. Ten right. years ago, you could probably be a professional boxer, make the move over, and, and have okay. immediate success. Yeah, because all you need to do is barely be able to stop a takedown. Yeah. You know, if, if you have mediocre yeah. mediocre takedown, everyone okay. everyone on the highest level is brown belt or higher. I mean, let's be honest. Fucking James Tony fucking rocked Randy Couture until he, he took him down. Yeah, and, and that was so, ten years ago. 
So yeah, I mean it, it's it's there, man. It's really there. And she she she's and everyone ta- everyone talks shit about boxers coming into MMA, <clears throat> and I guarantee you right now, I'll put all my money on it. Terrence Crawford comes into MMA, he's fucking probably going undefeated in that too. Why? Terrence Crawford is a boxer. He does wrestle. He wrestled with Jordan Burroughs, which is an Olympic gold medalist. Um, I got my money on Terrence Crawford coming Damn. into MMA if he fucking comes in and does it. Damn, I, but, didn't know, I didn't know that about Bud. But he said he will never do MMA unless they pay him what he gets paid in boxing. Oh, so which, he'll never do which he'll, he'll never do it. Because no you're, you're risking it. you're risking your body a lot more in MMA. Uh-huh. You're you're possibly going to be able to break more bones and more parts of your body in MMA. Uh-huh. So why he goes? Why am I going to do MMA when I'll just go box? He goes. But if Connor wants to come over here and do the boxing and then do the MMA and we get paid the same like we're going to, let's do it. I mean, all day, gonna, all day, I'm taking that, bro. Put that on, though. All day, I'm taking that. <laughs> who's gonna put that on? Fucking I mean, the new, the new fucking boxing league that just came on, uh, um, Trinidad. Or whatever with fucking Rampage and uh, the other black dude, the big old buff black dude. Uh, oh, uh, Bob Briggs. Sapp. Briggs. Uh, oh. God, Briggs. His last name is Briggs. I don't know, but it was like boxers versus uh, MMA fighters. Oh, okay. And that's what it was. Uh, Frank Mir was just on it. He got knocked oh, out. Oh, he got knocked yeah. out. He got. St- he was standing on his feet. Knocked out, standing yeah. dead asleep. You and the what? guy hit him two more times, and he still was dead asleep. Right? As as much as as much as we love talking about MMA, this isn't. That podcast we tired. Oh man, I know. I, I mean, I want to keep going with our conversation, man, because we can. But we need to start up uploading on that on that podcast again, so we can start uh, talking about this shit again. But anyways, guys, a bunch of you, a bunch of non UFC fighters became millionaires overnight, and the UFC fighters that are champions still don't get paid millions. Not all of them. At all. At all. Handful of them get paid million dollars a fight. I think Usman, Izzy. Connor, if he wants, well, obviously. I mean, but Connor's not a, a, a uh, champion. champion. Yeah, so let's go heavyweight. Uh, nope, Francis doesn't Francis get paid a million. He'll light fucking... heavies, light heavies. You have Glover. He doesn't yeah, get. Nope. He fucking gets paid three hundred thousand. Yeah, three hundred, three hundred. Uh, is he? Yes. Is he? Is he barely breaks a million though? Yeah. Usman breaks like one point five. Yeah. Then you have fifty fives. Is uh. Oliver, Oliver. Oliver's not breaking a million. Nope. You have um. 45 is that Volk Volk nah. might, Maybe But I, only if he fights Max And uh, other than that He's not breaking a mill Because Ortega I think he only break, broke Like 400 Yeah Um, And then 35 35 You have Aljo as a champion But let's just say He's not the champion Let's say, yeah. Peter, let's say it's Peter Yon nah. Peter Yon's not breaking A fucking mill nah. Not yet No I uh, think he will eventually. And then uh, Who do you have at 25s uh, Brandon Figueredo Or not Figueredo um, Brandon Moreno Moreno He's nah, not breaking a million. Not yet. So come on, guys. Like, <laughs> that's ridiculous. As much as these guys do and how much they put in, pain needs increase. Pain yeah. needs increase for sure with these. Uh, Bellator's putting up a million now. Fighters. PFL came up with this format where it's like a Grand Prix tournament, but it's like a scheduled which is cool. Tournament, which, which is cool. cool. Um, but they're paying their dudes a million, a million, a million dollars. Yes. So if they win, and I think that's fucking great because these yeah. guys are struggling. Yeah, and, oh, for and, sure. and they're considered the minor league. Yeah, I won't think about it. They're they not. Ha- they're they not. have to pay for their own medical bills yeah. unless they get hurt at, at that event. Uh, they have to pay for their training and their coaches. They have to pay for their own house and cars and luxury, whatever they get, support their family. Like, dude, some of these people are only making. Let's let's be honest. When you make it to the UFC and then you're, you're at the bottom of the podium till ten and ten, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12. Yeah, you're making twelve thousand. 
12 fucking thousand for one fight and you trained for say say you trained for four months for this one fight dude really 12,000 you're not getting shit bump that shit up to like 40,000 for the fight because at least they could support something out of it yeah you're making 12,000 you're gonna and have to fight like five times a year that's why Kevin Holland did it so fucking much you uh, know like and on. even if you fight five times a year it's still not great money no it's not fuck I'll make more money on that with my uh, with my new career you yeah. know like come on so yeah, I I just wanted to point out that the PFL is paying their guys well, more than well, the good, UFC. Well, good good for them. Good for good them. for them. But fuck yeah, a million dollars. Um, and then fucking Bellator's doing it too. They're doing a million dollar good. Grand Prix. They just started it last night, and Pettis won the uh, bantamweight. Speaking of that, I was going to talk about. That's one thing I want to talk about. Congratulations, Sergio Pettis, man. Beautiful. He just Beautiful. Uh, knocked out literally, arguably the greatest one thirty five pounder to fight. Yeah, you know, so. he's he is currently the guy that he knocked out is currently the rising one thirty five champion, and, and he, they let him come over. No, he and, was also the Bellator champion. Yeah, he was, and then yeah. left, no. and then went to rising, and then rising let him come farm over out fight. for yeah. the for the Grand Prix, and he lost in the first round. Yep, to Sergio fucking Pettis. to the champion. How nuts is this? Dude? And literally the day before, he said, "I'm the greatest one." He goes, "Uh, they asked him where do you rank yourself amongst all one thirty five pounders in the world." He goes, "I'm the greatest of all." Uh, because he goes, Aljo, Aljo, Jan, and um, uh, Sugar Sean. He goes, they're all my weight. So that's telling you I'm better than all of them. Uh, looks like he just got knocked out, sir. So, he was uh, winning, though. He was. He, he was. was winning, and then Pettis just hey, caught that spinning back happens, fist bro. at the clinch. That's what happens with a lot of things. Uh, yeah, that, was a weird, that was a weird position to throw the spinning back fist, too, out of the clinch like that. Yeah, it was. And it was like he spun the wrong way. It landed perfectly. Yeah, it landed perfectly. It is what it is. That's what and he could have went for the kill shot, and he and did he stopped. it. He stopped. He stopped. I mean, dude, you got to give so much fucking respect for that, yeah. right? He could have done the kill shot, hammer fist, and he stopped because the referee didn't get there in time, yeah. and he stopped on his own. Beautiful. That I mean, that's that's what you want in a, in a fighter. You know, you don't want them to overdo it like Rampage on Vanderlei Silva and just keep going. You know, like yeah. So I mean, you do cool. want that with Jorge Masvidal and Ben Askren. <laughs> Super necessary. Super necessary. Uh, I mean, the only time you want that is with uh, Dan Henderson and Mike Bisbee. That's, oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's another great one. No, uh, uh, last one I had, bro, uh, was uh, you see that Dana White tried to say that nobody wants to fight Hamza? But, dude, Neil Magny has been calling for that fight for the last two, three years, and he keeps saying no. Uh, I feel Dana like Dana White no, keeps I'll saying no. I'll be honest with you because I've seen. Neil Magny backtrack on some of the things he said before. So I could totally believe that Neil Magny is saying it publicly, saying it publicly yeah. and not maybe, actually doing maybe. it. Or like when they offer it to him, he'll be like, okay, pay me half a million Act dollars. Like Uncle Tom. Yeah. Speaking about Uncle Tom's, let's get into this. Reggie Miller. <laughs> <laughs> you, well, no, get that thing off your chest. Uh, the only thing I had to get off my chest, man, it was just a little something simple. It was, uh, today, uh, they, uh, we were at Burger King because today they did have the 37 cent Whoppers. Oh, I'm going to hit that so, up later. Uh, I bought one for my mom. And uh, we were leaving. And this lady was not fucking paying attention. And I'm driving. She has a stop sign. And she tried to cut the stop sign off and, like, cut me off, bro. I literally had to stop. While my daughter's in the car, if I didn't stop, bro, we were getting hit. Because she didn't stop. She just kept going. I'm like, what the fuck? I honked at her and everything. She looks back at me and was like... Like, if it's my fault. And, like, bitch, you have a stop sign. And I don't like using the word bitch. Oh. But she was a bitch, bro. Like, yeah. you know, so that's just it. I mean, nothing nothing too major, nothing like that. But just, uh, just one... pay attention to what the fuck you're doing, man, while you're on the road. I guess I'm being more like that because now I got my license. So I'm yeah. a professional driver now, you know? Like, professional, guys. <laughs> so, Put some yeah. respect on his name. He's but that, a professional that's, that's driver. That's really it, bro. So that's what's up. Mine's a little bit more uh, not as serious, I guess. 
Fuck you, Fandango. Oh shit. Yeah, this was this was actually a pretty good one though. Honestly. Fuck you, Fandango. <laughs> all right. So I use Fandango all the time to get my pre-sale tickets for all the Marvel. But if you guys want to sponsor us, Fandango, we'll greatly appreciate it. <laughs> you gotta fix your algorithm first. <coughs> Sorry guys. Cancer. Um cats are not COVID. Fireball. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Fandango, I use them obviously to get my pre-sale tickets for all my Marvel events. And anything else I might want to watch in advance, right? So I always sign up for the early alerts, you know, like uh, with Eternals. I was supposed to get an alert. I didn't. We fucking figured that out that yep. day, that day of, yeah. while we were recording. We we're like, oh, shit, Eternals came out today. Yep. Let's go watch it. So I keep on doing this, even though it's not really working, right? Was it Eternals, shang It was. Oh, no, Shang-Chi. It didn't work for Shang-Chi. I did it again for Eternals. It didn't tell me when Eternals went on sale. So it failed twice. Then out of nowhere, uh, or no, and then I did it for Spider-Man, and it did do it for Spider-Man. It did actually email me like at midnight telling me that Spider-Man went on sale. However, before that, for some reason, I got five alerts for Encanto going on sale. <laughs> Fandango, for some reason, was like... And you don't even have a kid. I don't even have a kid. <laughs> Fandango was like, hey, the pre-sale tickets for Encanto came out <laughs> five different times. They emailed me over a week. Hey, Encanto's coming out next week if you want to get the tickets right now. Oh, man. And I'm just like, you motherfucker, you can't do what I ask you to do, but sure as hell, you're going to sell me some some Encanto tickets. Well, they know they know you're Mexican, bro, so, you know, they know, hey, your, that shit's they know, they know your mom's that. name, bro. They know she makes some decent tamales and everything, so that uh, we gonna, we going to hook this shit up right oh, now. Man, they, fucking, they saw Fuentes, bro, like, whoop. <laughs> bro, I get racist ads all the time. <laughs> like, my TV's registered to my name. My phone's registered to my name, right? So when I, I'm I, watching TV, uh-huh. like, uh, I can't remember what I was watching. The fucking commercials are in Spanish. Like the ads for like, I want to say Hulu. <laughs> On Hulu, the fucking ads are in Spanish. You fucking racist motherfuckers because my name's Jesus Fuentes. I fucking got to get my ads in Spanish. Well, Same thing with fucking Snapchat. The fucking, some of those ads are in Spanish. <laughs> like the AT&T commercials on Snapchat that you get in between snaps, fucking Spanish. That's fucking hilarious. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I know you're Mexican, bro, and the, uh, the penis enlargement uh, pills, that's not fucking racist right there. The dick pills? Yeah. <laughs> the dick pill ads? That was a funny post. So a couple of years ago, I saw something uh, for an ad online, and it was something about like- Can you uh, tell we're excited to fucking be back, guys? Yeah. Oh, my so, God. It's been too fucking long. So this is a good one. You you must remember the post. So I- uh, <laughs> I I like saw an ad for like uh, a testosterone booster, and I was like, man, fuck that! Let, like, let's let's do it. You know what I mean? Let's get a let's get a little a little juice in the system. You know, that's what I thought it was. I, I honestly thought it was like fucking over the counter steroids. Get some juice in the system, and get some juice out the system, right? <laughs> so I'm halfway filling this thing out, and then I read the word libido and sex drive, and I was like. Oh shit! This is a dick pill. Fucking close the page out. I don't want a dick pill. I thought I honestly thought I was buying like over the counter steroids, like like not the fucking harsh shit, you know, like the easy stuff, like a testosterone booster or some shit like that, you know, nothing crazy, <laughs> not like test two hundred or something like that, or lip patrol or anything like that. You Either know way, I mean? he wouldn't pass a Nosada test. <laughs> nah, not with over the counter stuff. I wouldn't. Know. Yeah, that's what I thought it was, right? So fucking. Delete, uh, 
Closed the page out. I was like, oh, nope, don't want that. These motherfuckers called me the next day. And <laughs> do you, the do you want your subscriptions too? <laughs> and the lady was like, do you still want it? I was like, oh, no, 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 no. It was a misunderstanding. I don't want that. Can you send and us a was, picture with yourself next to a ruler? Because <laughs> <laughs> we think you might need it. <laughs> and so they were like, the lady starts like getting a little pushy. She was like a pushy salesman. And she was like, so you, so you don't want it? I was like, no, no, it was a misunderstanding. And she goes, well, you filled out the whole thing. What do you mean? And I was like, I, I don't want it. Like, it uh, just, I'm not interested. No, thank you. Uh, sir, right here it says that you're listed at 6'1". Is that hard or soft? <laughs> <laughs> and she was just like, she, she just kept on pushing. I was like, lady, I, I'm not interested. And she was just like, well, why would you fill this out? And, you know, and I was just like, look, lady, I don't want your fucking dick pills. Leave me alone. <laughs> and she got so offended that I called her product a dick pill. She went into a rant about defending it. And I was just like, okay, explain to me this. If it's not a dick pill, why does on your fucking page, it talks about libido and sex drive. And she didn't, she didn't say shit. And I was like, I don't want your fucking dick pill. Stop calling me. And I hung up on her. And guess what? They called again and I just forwarded the calls. <laughs> She's like, this is how you worm sausage up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Be careful of those testosterone boosting websites because they're not over the counter oh steroids. <laughs> they're fucking dick pills. He didn't even have to watch a video before or after the end to see. <laughs> fucking dick pills. Oh my god, uh, this is great. Yeah. We're not even in the episode. We're yet. not this even on topic. We're not even close to on topic. <laughs> All right, guys. So this is episode thirty-eight. Yeah, man. So also, kind of what took us a little long. We tried to get some people on, and they didn't want to come on. So um, and then we tried to come up with a, a topic, this topic, and we just came up with this topic because you know the anniversary just happened the, uh, not too long ago. It actually happened. Four days after our anniversary, our one-year anniversary, and this yeah. is our one-year anniversary show right now. So yes, sir. Hopefully, you guys do like this shit. We're gonna uh, try to give you the best knowledge we have on this. We do have some notes, but honestly, we grew up watching this shit, so yeah. we we don't need notes. Honestly, we don't need a lot. I I still remember where I was when it happened. Fuck me too, dude. So, I remember I was on the phone with my buddy and everything, like the whole conversation. All right, guys. So we're gonna be covering the malice in the palace at the palace at the palace at the palace. The Ballast at the Palace. Um, for those of you who don't know, it is the worst brawl ever. In even, even to this day. Even in to sports. this day. With with fans and athletes. I mean that Connor one was pretty close though. But those were just all corner people. Yeah, but that, they weren't fans. Yeah, it was no fans in there. Yeah. Imagine if there was holy oh, shit. Oh man. There's enough people dangerous. in the ring where yeah. it looked like it could have been. But yeah, no, this one actually was between fans and players, and this is literally the, probably the worst one we've ever seen. Here in the states, I can't tell you across country or across seas because I haven't been over there. You oh, know? I bet like there's some soccer stadiums. I'm sure some soccer some ones shit. have been crazy. Yeah, yeah. but this is but literally here in the, the United States. It's yes. the worst sports brawl ever, and it happened November 19th, 2004. That's right. Damn, yes, I didn't have to go to my notes. Jordan just memorized that. Yeah, shit. so November 19th, 2004. Man, this year was crazy. Like I said, it happened. It's actually five days after our anniversary. Our anniversary is November 14th, 16th. 16 oh so three days so okay yeah. so guys it's telling you it, it was a good topic for us to cover and check this out i don't know if you know this or not when lebron james elbowed that guy in the eye which was uh that also a Stewart that plays for the pistons 
Uh-huh. And it happened in Detroit. Do you know what the date was? November 19th. November 21st. Oh. So it was actually almost 17 years to the date of or 16 years to the date. Too bad it wasn't in the same place though. No, yeah, because the Ooh. palace is actually torn down. The now, palace so. has been the palace at Auburn Hills has been torn down. Yeah, so it, I thought it was really crazy, man. How uh, that situation that. almost happened again, like literally, like fucking 16 years later. Yeah. And I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, at the end of the game when that happened, the announcers are like. Uh, f- um, fans, please stay in the stands. Stay in the stands, please. Whatever you do, do not go on the court. Stay in the stands. If that's gonna happen anywhere in America, it's Detroit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you know what? Philly, maybe. If Philly, Boston, I can see it happening. Nah, Boston. Those dudes are and I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. They're pussies, dude. They're fucking pussies. Okay. They're not gonna get on the court. But you know who will? L.A. Yeah. Fucking Laker fans, bro. You know I don't know, dude. Fucking all the fucking front rows. I'm gonna tell you like out. this, man. Now, if it happened like it happened in, in Luke Auburn. Walton said it best. <clears throat> if you want to go that way, I know there's a couple people out here in LA that'd be down for that. Was he lying? He ain't no. lying, bro. But, LA fans are fucking crazy. But I know it remember. because I'm a Spurs fan, bro, and I've been there where I was fucking surrounded by a bunch of Laker fans as an eighth grader, bro, because I had on a Tim Duncan jersey and all these people were trying to fight me. I know that. That's why I'm saying LA fans are fucking crazy. I just okay. So you got to remember the reason it happened there in Auburn Hills is it was a blowout and all the good seats people started leaving and the fucking but do you, <sighs> the riffraff from the top. I don't know. Started trickling down. See, so I don't know how much I believe that because was it really a blowout? Yeah. I mean, it, they were up by twelve. Final score is fifteen. Oh, final score. Oh, well, fifteen. Okay, yeah. but there's a guy named Reggie Miller. And that guy scored what nine points in fucking ten seconds, eight seconds. Yeah, but so Reg, it's he, possible. It, but, but he Reg was on, on the, the bench. opposite team. He's <laughs> he on the opposite a, team, anyways. He was on the bench. Hey, and to be honest with you, bro, with a broken hand, which is crazy, a broken finger. But what's crazy, I don't, I don't remember him not playing this game. I uh, thought he played this game. I could have swore I remember him holding someone back. I, I see, me too. I thought he played this game, so that's why I was, I was really tripping I, out. He did hold someone back, but in a suit. Yeah, I, I thought I could have swore I saw him like. See, His jersey too and, and then obviously You saw the documentary Like I saw the documentary yeah. What pisses me off Is how Reggie Miller Was talking so high of Oh We were beating these guys down We were doing this We were just Motherfucker You were on the bench You didn't do shit right. Like so Don't say we They were Yeah Not you You stood on the bench The whole time ha- Adding Steven Jackson Was a better upgrade Than having you No I'm just played But Well defensively Yeah fucking, oh, defensively Dude yes. Steven Jackson Was a lockdown defender At the time Yeah For several years after that And Ron Artest too And Jermaine O'Neal uh, Let's be honest with you They literally probably Had the best defensive team Out there bro Oh yeah Oh yeah I mean, They were they, they they competed They competed with The Pistons on it Because like Obviously you had Rip Hamilton That was a good defender yeah. Ben Wallace That's fucked Nobody could come In the paint on Ben Wallace mm-hmm. You had Rasheed Wallace Which is basically If you think about it Ben and Rasheed Were probably like The twin, the next Twin Towers After that yeah. you know? So it's like They had a and great Defensive Chauncey team Billups. Chauncey Billups yeah. was actually a good so they, they had a good Defensive team So I mean really They had sweet. just won The title the year before Yeah Against so, my Lakers Um, Who won that the title That year your Spurs, my Spurs. <laughs> that was the those were the fat Shaq years. But you know what? I um, I think it's it's tight that the Spurs win because arguably that Pistons team that beat you guys is arguably the greatest team to ever win a championship. I don't know why, but they're like literally a top because oh, they were fucking they were keeping us to like seventy points a game. Yeah, but they're that was literally like top five teams ever to to win a championship. And I'm just like, 
I'm sure I could name fucking ten more teams that were better I than mean, that team. They beat us in six, right? Or they beat us four in four or five. five. They beat you in five. We've beat teams in four. Like we swept the fucking Cavs in four. Uh, bro. Like, like, and you had to go through us to sweep the Cavs. And we had to go through the Mavericks and yeah. the Suns yeah. that same year, bro. The Suns were fucking stacked with uh, Marty Stoudemire, Stephon Marbury, uh, Montel Ellis, uh, Nash. Nash, and then um, um, uh, Badier, Marion. Sean Dude, Mary. they were fucking stacked. Oh, and then you go with like Dallas when you had fucking Nowitzki was always, always fucking crazy. Jason Terry, Finley, uh, Finley. Dude, like come on. And obviously you can't just deny the Lakers with fucking Shaq, Kobe. Um, Fox, Fisher, Horry, like, dude, yeah. come on. Like, this is this is nuts, bro. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm sure there's, like, fucking 15 teams better than that Pistons team. Because, let's, let's be honest, who the fuck is on the East? Yeah. Has there ever any, ever, any team Other really been the on the East? fucking Chicago. You know, like, there's no Other one on the, the East. the Bulls and then the fucking super team fucking Heat. Heat, yeah. The, the East has always been the shittier. Shit, let's be honest. Yeah. The, Shit. <laughs> they, they always have a team below 500 in the playoffs. Yeah. Always. Always, every year, even even now. <clears throat> so, and we the West only does that maybe once a decade. I think we did it like two years ago, and yeah. then yeah, it's it's been forever. Yeah. So the West runs the NBA. That's a fucking fact. <laughs> you got five between the Lakers and five between the Spurs in fucking fifteen years. Yeah, that's fucking that's telling you something. Uh, you know? That's, that's telling you something. And then within those other five years, three of other of them yeah. are on the fucking our West. Oh no. Yeah. Two other of them on the West. Dude, the other three of, are on I think the East. Of, what, 16 teams in the last 20 years that were from the West. Yeah, that's fucking nuts, right? Because you got the Golden State Warriors winning yeah. a couple. Uh, fucking the Mavericks won it one, one year. Uh, who else? The Heat won it Suns just years. won it. The Heat won it two years. No, they won it three years. Oh, no, and, the then the, and then the Cavs won, won it one year. Yeah. So it's like, oh, and then the Bucks just won. So it's yeah, like. the Bucks. Yeah, the Heat, who else the East, is this? The isn't really there, East bro. Is, East is not there. bro. But. Um, they probably were the best team in the East at the time. Yeah. So, uh, okay, so we could we could start from the beginning on this because I know we're kind of like just rambling off and just saying a whole bunch of shit. Um, the Indiana Pacers they consisted of Reggie Miller, Jermaine O'Neal, um, Stephen Jackson, which they did not have Stephen Jackson um before or the season before, yeah. which is crazy because I don't remember the Pacers having the best record in the NBA the year before. But I guess they had the best record in the whole NBA. And it broke down to them actually playing the Pistons in the Eastern Conference Finals. And they lost. In six. In six. And and it was crazy because they said whoever wins the series is going to win the championship. And honestly, you could think you could see that in teams where, okay, if this team, whoever wins this, well, they're winning. Like, there's no, there's no fucking way, you know? So um, you guys, as the Lakers, had just beat us to get into the Western Conference Finals. You had just beat us in... Uh, I think that was a year with the point four, yeah. if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken. That was the point four year where uh, Derek Fisher hit it on Tim Duncan with point four left in the, on the clock. Barely got by the, by the Spurs. <laughs> and uh, you guys go on and face the Timberwolves. Yeah. And I mean, Jesus Christ, Kevin Garnett was a beast. You know, like you went from the best power forward to the second power forward ever to play yeah. the game. So it's like that's that's nuts. And you guys, you guys beat the I think the Timberwolves in five. You guys go on to the, to the NBA Finals, and you guys play the Pistons. Well, for the Pistons and Pacers to play, arguably they probably were the best two teams in the league. Yeah, you know, you gotta you guys gotta remember this is the time when Shaq was severely out of shape. This is the reason the he Lakers, had just got out of shape. Yeah, yeah. The, the this is the reason there was a big feud between Kobe and Shaq. 
is because fucking Kobe would constantly tell him, you need to lose weight. Mm-hmm. You we you can't be blowing up in the offseason. I mean, let's be honest. The guy was weighing fucking 260, 270 and just blows up to like 340 pounds yeah. in, a, in a year. You know, yeah. like how'd you just gain 100 pounds and like so that, bro? We still try to go through him and it's just not as effective yeah. as it was the three years before we three-peated. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's... Uh, I think they were right to, to to say like you know these young, the young Pacers or the young Pistons are going to go on and win. Yeah, whoever yeah. whoever the younger team is, it's a young man's league. I mean, let's think about the. I think the uh, Pistons average at an age of like twenty four years old. Yeah. I mean, the, the Pacers and the Pistons were like twenty five. Yeah. You know, so it's like it's dude. a young man's game. I don't care what anyone says. Don't let the fucking Lakers right now try to fool you. It's a young man's game. That's why the Lakers right now suck. And I told right. everyone that when we made all these offseason trades, it's right. not going to work out. We're getting older. We need to get younger. I mean, yeah, they do have a fucking a 12-time All-Star in fucking Carmelo Anthony. But come on, guys. He's fucking already at the end of his career. Yeah. You have a 17-time All-Star in LeBron James, which is arguably he's still probably the top three, still, top four he's greatest still players. He's top still three, competitive. Four. You have, Defensively, he's a liability. You have Anthony Davis, which is, I mean, honestly, I, I love him, but he's also injury prone. Yeah. You have Russell Westbrook, which is a fucking stud. I, I mean, if anybody could have Russell, if everyone can have Russell Westbrook's um, like enthusiasm and athleticism energy. and energy to play the game like he does, oh Hustle. my fucking god, dude! If LeBron James and him had a baby, son of a bitch, that player is gonna be the best player ever. Yeah, like dude, LeBron James' the size, the way he could shoot and everything now. And then he has the athleticism and everything like and fucking in the, the hustle, just like fucking Russell Westbrook. Oh my god, that fucking baby's. There's no, there's no one touching any of his records, bro. Like so, yeah. So I mean, the Lakers do have a good team, but like you said, they're old. You know, old. I mean, the Spurs are really young right now, and I mean they're competing with these top level teams, but I mean they're just competing, bro. So it kind of sucks being a Spurs fan right now, but they're growing and they're constantly growing. We average at a, I think an age of like twenty three right now. That's so. good. You know, so they're they're building, bro. So yeah. I, I'm excited. You know, I know. I mean, not, I think Sexy Pop is retiring. Uh, either this year or next year. Yeah. Uh, so yes, he is. But I think he's just trying to break the record. Once he breaks the record, he's going to retire, which he only needs, I think, like 17 more games. And then Phil Jackson comes out of retirement and fucks him up. Phil, Phil Jackson's literally like fucking 200 games behind him. Oh shit! I didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> but this was been coaching the whole time. Phil Jackson keeps on taking breaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So. With about forty-five seconds left, and the the oh, I didn't even get into, it, but yeah, so the the, Pistons, Pac- the Pacers are up 97-82, 15, 15 point game, mm-hmm. and uh, the Pacers really wanted to to take it to, to him make this a game. statement. They, yeah, they, they wanted to make a statement because they lost to them the year before. And the year before, that's what I was trying to get to. I we just I yeah, rambled off with the other shit. So I mean, but yeah, that, that's what it is. Um, the, the Pacers, the Pistons beat the Pacers, get into the finals, and the. Uh, the Pacers, Pistons won, so now we get into this conference because it's the first time they played each other. Yeah, and it's I think Since game then. eight or nine or something like that into the season. So it's I very it, early on in the season. I think it might be ten because I think they were seven and two. They were yeah. saying. So it, it was early on in the season, first time of, uh, seeing the guys you lost to last year, and the Pacers want to put it on them. Yep. And they went up at half by like twenty. Yeah. They were up by half by like twenty. So Just dominating the yeah. whole fucking game. And then the the pace the Pistons put up a little bit of. Uh, they cut the deficit a little bit in the third quarter. Fourth quarter, more of the same. They're up 15. And uh, Jamal Tinsley comes in. And there's a couple, like maybe a minute or two left. And he goes up to uh, Ron Artest. Okay, wait. Before we get to this. Okay. When the 
in the Asian Conference Finals, did you think that Ron Artest gave uh, Rip Hamilton a hard foul? No. Not at all, right? I mean, he put his arm up, but they gave it a flagrant one and ejected him out the game. And everyone's saying, oh, that's the reason why the Pacers lost. Realistically, dude, I don't think so, man. Because that was not a hard foul. He should have never been ejected, yeah. in my opinion. So now we're coming up to this game and continue. So uh, Jamal Tinsley goes up to uh, Ron Artest and says, hey, man, uh, if you want to get a hard foul, now is the time to you do can it. get your foul. Get your foul, which is a stupid thing to tell a mm-hmm. guy who is kind of a loose cannon right. in Ron Artest. For sure. Uh, and sure enough, Ben Wallace drives to the hole, gets past uh, Jermaine Steven O'Neal. Jackson. Steven Jackson. Steven Jackson, I'm sorry. And he has a, pretty much a free a free layup. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ronald Tess comes behind him and fouls the shit out of him. And it's a pretty good foul. You think so? See, I don't think it was that hard of a foul either. Well, you also got to remember, just, I mean, the guy's already Bro, got I've a free. I've seen some of these fouls. But he's not going more, for the ball. No. He's clearly not going for the ball. I've seen some of these fouls that these fucking players make. That there's no word there's seen way harder fouls than this, bro. I've been, I mean, way harder. If I'm fouls. going to the hole and I've already beat the guy, and someone comes and whacks me from behind, I don't even think it was a bad foul. He like, whacked him from behind. I don't know. I whacked some people from behind too, and it wasn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say, like, I've played basketball my whole life, and if I got a clear basket and I feel someone whack me from the behind, I'm gonna get pissed. And if the fucking referee doesn't call like a flagrant. I'm be fucking pissed. Because okay, well, okay, technical or technical. So let's get into it up to, because Ben Wallace gets fouled. I don't. I thought it was like a love tap, but okay, whatever. I guess it was a hard foul. I don't. Think well, no, it it's a, just a dirty foul. It's not a it, hard it foul. Just, it shouldn't it, have happened. It it's a dirty foul. A foul shouldn't have happened. Yes, he didn't. He wasn't going for Agreed. the ball. A foul should not have happened. Yeah, but either way, it it wasn't hard enough for the melee to happen. No, 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 no. It wasn't. I'm not saying it was hard. It was just positionally. It's a dirty foul because I already got everyone beat. Yeah, you shouldn't. You shouldn't have fouled at all. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then you're not going for the ball, so it's it's kind of intention. It's an intentional foul mm-hmm. in the in so any intentional foul is kind of fucked up. Like if I'm playing ball and you intentionally foul me, like you're not even going for the ball. Right. I'm gonna get mad. So um, we go in into the foul right after it happens. Ben Wallace doesn't even allow a ref to say, oh, it was this or it no, was that. No, nothing. He goes in and just fucking shoves the shit out of Two Ron Artest. Two hand shoves the, shoves shit, out the shit out of Ron Artest. And, I mean, to be honest with you, Ron did the right thing. He did not retaliate. Dude, he, he was threw so his hands up. For he as crazy, so for as, crazy as Ron Artest is, he threw his hands up and said, nope, turned his head. It was like, I'm not being involved with this. Respect to the guy for doing that. You know, everyone got in between all his guys. Jermaine or Jermaine O'Neal was in between them. Chauncey Rip, Hel- Chaun- they were all everyone, yes. Stephen Jackson, they're just trying to separate it. Ben is fucking pissed, pissed. Hot, bro. It, so hot. And I'll be honest with you, bro. Looking at this documentary, it, it's called Untold. Untold. Honestly, looking at the documentary, I said, "What did they tell me that I did not know?" Yeah. I mean. Everything that I've already known about this situation, I didn't learn nothing new from from the from the documentary besides Ben Wallace's brother passing away. Yeah. Other than that, like I didn't learn shit. Oh, and the guy's name that fucking you know the situation John at the Green. end. Yeah. One, one, well, John Green and then uh, Charlie, the little bitch ass Charlie. Oh, know? the one that stepped on the court. Yeah. That wouldn't give his last name Charlie H. Yeah. So fucking pussy. So um. But other than that, like, I didn't learn nothing new from this documentary at all, bro. So, whatever. Fuck the documentary, you know? They just told me the same fucking thing I know. Um, like I said, Ron Artest goes away. 
And he basically didn't want nothing to do with it. Okay, yeah, I fouled you. I fouled you. Leave it like that, and that's it. You know what I mean? The game's almost over. We're blowing you out. And so he actually, he's so calm that he sits on the scorer's table and then lays down eventually. Because Ben Wallace is still trying to go. Ben Wallace. That's where I'm, I'm like confused. Like, and Ben Wallace got no fucking suspension. I was going to ask you that. It said he got suspended, but I didn't see if it said how many games or whatever or how long. I didn't I didn't see it in the documentary. Go, but let, let's, uh, let's keep talking I about bet this while I like, this up. I, I bet it's like seven games. But so Ben Wallace is like mad, mad, right? And every he keeps on continue he continues to try to go after Ron Artest, who is surprisingly calm. He's laying down on the scores table. He's still making multiple attempts, very similar to recently uh, when LeBron and what was that guy's name? Stevenson. LeBron and the guy they just got into, he elbowed. The guy he elbowed. Oh, uh, um, Stewart. Yeah, I think it's Isaiah very Stewart similar to Stewart. That. Where everyone kept on trying to hold it back, and he made multiple attempts to try to go after him. That's exactly how Ben Wallace was. Ben Wallace is a huge dude, six five or six nine, two sixty. Fucking built like a damn stallion, just fucking muscular dude. Easily one of the more muscular dudes in the league. Like, look, you can tell the guy had a weightlifting regimen, and most basketball players don't. So this dude looked like more like a football player than a basketball player. And so he's trying to go after Ron Artest. Ron Artest is chilling. Ron Artest even says in the documentary, he wasn't even worried because he saw Jermaine O'Neal was in between him. And he goes, I know for a fact Jermaine will never let anyone get in between me and him or let anyone hurt me or get to me, you know. So he's just ca- trying to calm down. He's laying down. He's doing breathing exercises, guys, because he was he was seeing a therapist. And so he was doing breathing exercises as he's laying down on this. And and it's crazy because nobody knew what that that's what he was doing. He knew what he was doing, but everyone like, what the fuck are you doing? Like that's more disrespectful. And realistically, it wasn't. He was trying to make sure he stood calm because, like we said, he's a loose cannon. I don't know if you know this or not. He led the league in in flagrant fouls and technicals the year before. Well, well, and he won actually defense player the year before too, which is fucking amazing. But in college. He got so upset with uh, one of his coaches that they kicked him off the court. And he's throwing all this shit around. And in the coach's office, they found a printer wedged in the fucking wall. And it was just staying there, bro. Like, that's how crazy this fucking guy was. And uh, um, back when he was a kid, so the the reason why he became such a a roughly and violent player, when he was a kid, he was playing at the YMCA. And I don't know if you looked this up or not, but I did. Because I also listen to podcasts on this. He was at the YMCA and he saw a kid get stabbed in the chest with a, a broken leg off of a table. What? The yeah, and from then on, that's why he became a rough player, like playing basketball, and just always kept his head on a swivel, bro. So, Dang. he's been through some shit, bro. I mean, he grew up in fucking Queens, yeah. you know, like that's the mecca, you know, but the you mecca know, like basketball, yeah. so, like dude, like it's fucking nuts, man. So I, it's understandably why he was like this, yeah. And then nobody knew like what he was doing. Everyone thought it was just disrespectful. It's like realistically, it's not, dude. dude He's keeping himself me. calm. He did everything right up until this point, right? Um, and then Ben Wallace, who for some reason I I would I hated this when I played basketball, but he wore like eighteen fucking wristbands, he, yeah, so many, and fucking so a uh, forearm shiver. I could never play like that. Like, I don't know why yeah. he did. But he had a ton of forearm sleeves and, 
and wristbands, thin wristbands, thick wristbands, yeah. all sorts of. And, so and, and in the documentary, money. they even call him out. He's like, he wore ten thousand wristbands. <laughs> I mean, really over exaggerating. Yeah, but no, he but, wore a lot. Yeah, it was sure. it was excessive. So he takes one of his sleeves off and throws it at Ron. And he and misses. Get, he misses. He comes a little short, and Ron like sits up and sees it. And lays but, back down. And then he gets a towel uh, and throws that. Yes. And then that Ron's like, all right, fuck this. Like he starts getting up. He's like, nah. And they're all holding then, him back down. They're and all they, holding him back. They're all telling him to calm down. And he lays back so down. So he lays back down again. For a, yeah. for a couple of seconds. And then here comes the beers heard around the world. See, so, see, you're like me, bro. This is Mandela effect shit. Because I could have sworn. And I know I was only like maybe 11 years old at the time. I could have sworn it was a beer. And looking at the documentary, it was a Coke. The guy threw a soda at him, bro. I thought it was a beer. I thought it was. That's why I said fucking Mandela effect, bro, because I could have sworn it was a beer. So they like, throw, it was a Coke, Well, bro. it makes sense because they stopped selling beer after like the third quarter. I mean. And it was a full ass fucking soda. It was a full ass fucking yeah, soda. Yeah, but I was just like still. So this guy for maybe. And this is what gets me. Okay, I mean. We, yeah, so this guy maybe from like four or five rows deep. Yeah. Throws a soda and actually drills Ron Artest on his chest. On his chest as he's doing his breathing exercises. Uh-huh. And without even hesitation, Ron Artest jumps over the scores table, jumps over the media, gets into the crowd, grabs a man who he thinks threw it. Unbeknownst to him, he actually wa- ran right by the guy that actually threw it. That actually threw it, who's actually directly behind him. By the name of John Green. And so he starts grabbing this fan. He's about to hit him. And then John he, he Green. He hits him one time. He yeah. hits him one time. He hits him one time. And then John Green comes from behind and hits Ron Artest. But, okay. <clears throat> Before we get there, this fucking irritated me, bro. Because in the documentary, Reggie Miller goes, on the side of my eye. Here you go. You see it. Bro, you look at the documentary. Fucking Reggie Miller's back is towards the cup. So you don't even see uh, the cup ever, bro. So how are you going to say, in the corner of my eye, I see it, and it just so slow. Like, bro, you the cup came from behind you. So how did you see the cup? Like, shut the fuck up. Reggie Miller was just trying to get his little talk of fame back up into this because nobody yeah. even cares about Reggie Miller anymore. Because he know? really wasn't involved in this. No, he, he wasn't. He was in all. a suit on the bench because of all. a broken finger. He Uncle Tom, he uncle Tom this situation, yeah. bro. Like, so, Let's be honest. He he is not a ride or die like the other two members oh, in this fucking story, bro. So, so I'm just like, fuck you, Reggie Miller, because you should have had your boys back. If broken finger or not, you should have uh, been there, you know? Hey, man, maybe that cast could have been turned yeah, into a weapon. something, but... So, uh, yeah. Um, so Runner Test is in the crowd. He's got a hold of a guy that he thought threw it. He hits him one time. The guy broke behind him who actually threw it, John Which is Green, wearing a hat. Wearing a hat that, that they were able to help identify him. Actually grabs him around the neck and tries to hit him. And before you know, the next thing you see coming into frame is fucking Steven Jackson because, flying in. Well, because a beer, a, someone throws a beer or another soda or something at, right at, at Ron's at, face. At, right at Ron's face. So, I mean, you're going to blind the guy. Steven Jackson sees that, just fucking cocks him with the right hand food. Just right straight. Oh, my God. So Blasted him, dude. dude. Yeah. But if, uh, honestly, if he was two more inches to the left, Dude, it fucking would have decked him, just probably slept him, bro. Yeah, because he, he kind of like caught him on the, on the wrist. Side, yeah, yeah like, wrist, forearm-ish almost. But, I mean, he hit I mean, he's a professional athlete. Yeah. I bet that shit hurt that dude. Oh, for sure. And then, next thing you know, Jermaine O'Neal is somewhere in the crowd. 
the camera kind of breaks away so you don't get to see much more you don't of the get action. To see it all, yeah. You don't get to see much more of the action from right there. The next day you see they show the crowd coming on the floor and then they eventually show the three guys coming back on the floor. The first one being Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah. And the first guy or was it Ron Artest that hit that dude? Yes, Drew? but but yeah, so everyone gets back like on the court. And, like, and Ben Wallace is trying to get out. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? And honestly, this situation did happen. And honestly, respect to the Pistons players on this. Because if you guys don't know, the Pistons players and the Pacers players, were actually a lot of them were really good friends. Yeah, They're really good friends. And when all this stuff is happening in the stands, and it is at the um, Palace in Detroit, a lot of the Pistons players had the Pacers back. Oh, yeah. and, and were throwing the fans off and everything. Like, get the fuck off everybody, you know? Yeah. So... Uh, Honestly, I respect Rashid Wallace because he was one of them. Chauncey Billups was in there also doing it. On, um, there's, there's another player. No, I don't think it was Rip. It might have been Rip, but there's another player of the Pistons, and they're literally throwing the fans off of the Pacer players. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing, you know? So respect to them, dude, because, I mean, if that wouldn't have happened and they say they were fighting in the stands and the Pistons players started fighting them too, let's be honest, they, they probably wouldn't have made it out of, yeah. made it out of life. Yeah, they they had the help, and so for some reason the cops on the scene weren't even there. No, and, and that too, they said that there was three cops on the floor. But if you look at the documentary, obviously the fight and melee is already happening, and the cops are running from backstage. Yeah, they the were somewhere like, in the back. They weren't even there, dude. Like, oh, that's so stupid because the game's ending. Yeah. So you need to be there. You should be there. Yeah. You should be on the court. And the security, they said that there's no security. I mean, in the footage, you see like three or four security, but that's it. And that's you, it. And you actually see it look like in one of the shit frames, the security guard swinging on Steven Jackson. Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw that too. So that's why I'm just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, this was it was it was crazy. So now we're gonna get to where they get to the floor. They're all on the floor and they stop. Everything kind of like just stops. You know, I've been I've been in rumbles before, and that actually does happen where you're in a fight. And then for some reason everyone just stops and sees what the hell's going on, and then they get back to fight, get back to fighting again. (laughs) So this this happens, right? They're all on the floor, and Ron Artest is calm. You know, he's like trying to walk back to their bench, and these two guys, which is crazy because in the documentary he tries to say, "Oh, well, everyone's getting pushed to the exit, and I just somehow ended up on the floor." Wait, what? What did you just say? You somehow ended up on the floor Uh, at the beginning of the documentary? I don't know if you've seen this. They show a picture of him, and they say that, uh, you see, he's only like two rows off the floor. So he's already on the floor no matter what, you know? Yeah. So, well, I was like, whatever. And uh, and it pissed me off because I, this is this is where these guys, try. I think, try to get some fame too, is the director, the owner of the palace, try to say, oh, well, we had some guys acting wild, and he's an actual ticket holder, and we were thinking about taking his tickets that night. No, you weren't. No. You were not thinking about taking his tickets, because if you thought about taking his tickets, you would take his tickets. No you wouldn't what. let him watch the whole game. No, you wouldn't have. Like, so you, you, were ju- you were just saying some bullshit. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. You were saying some bullshit just to get some more TV time to make yourself look good, yeah. because it happened in your building. Yeah, where you, your security guard turned we're, on We're up. nothing there. Yeah, Under exactly. secure... Under policed. So you you were just trying to make yourself look good. Oh, we thought we had already talked to him and we were gonna take his tickets. No, you weren't. Nah. You weren't gonna do it at all. So whatever this happens, then this motherfucker and his friend. I, they they mentioned his friend's name too, but, I, but not in the documentary. I I heard mentioned uh, heard it in another podcast. I can't think of it right now. They come out to the on the to the court. They approach Ron Artest fist, with their fist balled up. Fist balled up. They pretty much squared up on him and then froze. He fucking froze. The friend froze. And Ron Artest, well, let's think about it. Let's be honest. You're already in a fight, in a rumble. 
somebody comes up to you with their fist balled up, I'm a fucking swing on you too. It don't D, matter. I'm gonna do it too. The DA there in Detroit actually said Ron Artest did everything correct. If and Jermaine O'Neal, and Jermaine O'Neal, yeah. if these guys are on the court and they're in a and their hands are balled up, yep. that's self defense, protecting yourself at all times. Yep. And so, yeah. So uh, Ron laid those dudes out. <laughs> uh, so it's funny, right? Because Ron hits the guy with the hat. Okay, and uh, like I said, they mentioned the name I can't remember. It. Hits the guy in the hat. Well, the fucking asshole that we're gonna mention his name's Charlie. Charlie H. Charlie H. And his last name's like Hassan or Hanan. Yeah, or he, like he that. tried to he tried to withhold it from yeah, the documentary. Yeah, he tried to, but it's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got to know what to. That fucking idiot. Uh... <laughs> yeah, so that fucking idiot, dude. He tried to say that like. Oh, uh, he shouldn't have did that. That that was uh, some bitch shit. Oh, it was a bitch move. He but, sucker punched but me. But not even that. It's funny because, like I said, Ron Artest hit the guy with the hat, and Charlie falls on the ground. So like the he got blown over by the wind. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck happened because how the hell do you end up falling on the ground, bro? There's no reason why that should have happened. So he hits him, and and whatever. Charlie falls. Well, Charlie tries to get back up. And all oh, and behold, here comes fucking Jermaine O'Neal. Sees all the action, comes to his boy's Dude, rescue, bro. Flying. Comes to his boy's rescue and fucking just cocks fucking Charlie, bro. And to be honest with you, man, I need a friend like that. You know, like <laughs> and he and he slipped a little bit on the floor, and if and so he lost a little bit of power. He lost a lot of power, not a yeah. little. Bit. He lost a lot of power. It was his front leg. So and he slipped. So he slipped. So he's going backwards, yeah. and he just fucking throws. I mean, fuck. And he still you, knocked his you're, ass out. You're seven. You're seven feet tall. Yeah. You're gonna have almost a seven foot fucking span. So yeah. you you know a seventy inch seventy inch reach. Yeah. Motherfucker just hits him. Boom! Breaks his jaw. Good. And uh. And something else. But he broke like four bones in his face. And just that one punch. If the guy does not, if Jermaine O'Neal does not slip. That guy dies. Reggie Miller said it, bro. Uh. He said, he said it. So he goes, it was the, and, and I'm honest, it was the greatest miss of Jermaine O'Neal's career. Because it was. Uh. Let's be honest. It he would have killed that dude. He would have. And for Charlie, fucking 5'7", five, 5'8", five, 260 pounds. Chubbers. Yeah. And trying to say... Oh, that was a bitch move by him. Bro, do you really think you're going to beat the fuck out of a 7-foot, 240-pound man, just fucking majority muscle, bro? You're not going to do it. World-class athlete. You're not going to do it. I don't care who the fuck you think you are. Even to this day, Jermaine O'Neal is fucking still around the same size Uh, at 40-something. You're not going to do it. Oh, you know what they should, Triller should do? Have them box, yeah, yes. fuck yeah, dude. I would pay, fuck yeah, dude. I would pay top dollar, fuck yeah, for Jermaine O'Neal to fight that dude, Ron Artest to fight. So, so, John Green. so I'm gonna tell you about that. Um, I'm gonna tell you about that after, after like a little bit later when we get in. But uh, yeah, I will. And they should have uh, Ron Artest fight the friend with the hat. Yeah, the one with the hat. The uh, not the one that was with Charlie. Uh, the one that froze. Yeah, and then they should have fucking Steven Jackson fight the guy that threw the beer. Yeah, John Green. Oh, <laughs> no, not God. not John Green. The other guy that threw the beer. That one that he uh, he hit. Oh yeah. When uh, he threw that Ron Artest. Oh yeah, the one. He yeah, yeah, yeah. Splashed him in the so, face. Uh, so this happened right, and um, Jermaine, like we said, he probably would have killed the guy, honestly. Yeah. You know, and uh, 
all this is going crazy. And I vividly remember this because we were in Vegas for uh, Thanksgiving right after this. My uncle, <laughs> my uncle had it recorded on uh, his little DVR or whatever. And dude, my well, my uncle Jr. So shout out Jr. because he's he always a uh, every week listener and stuff like that. Always supports us and stuff. Um, he has it on recording, and I remember he was making fun of the guy that looks like a clown. And he comes out in the documentary too, and he's making fun of him because he's like, "Oh shit, the clown! Why? What's he doing?" And then the fucking while that happens, after Jermaine O'Neal gets the guy, that fucking clown comes in and he slips on the floor too. And my uncle had it all on fucking <laughs> all on uh, DVR record. Like, it was just hilarious, bro. So I remember going over there to Vegas for Thanksgiving, and all my family just laughing at the situation. We, dude, we probably watched it then about twenty times oh, watching yeah. the fight because it was recent, you know. So. Yeah. It made world world news. It oh, made yeah. air cover. It was everywhere. It wasn't just ESPN. It oh, was yeah. fucking Fox, CNN, ABC, CBS. Cartoon Network. Cartoon no. Network. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Fuck, I don't Lifetime. remember. But, <laughs> but yeah, it was nuts, dude. This is a big thing. Um, what I, what I didn't like is uh, uh, how we got down to the suspensions, and David Stern didn't really look at the footage. No. He just said, fuck it. We're suspending him. I don't well, care. David Stern was covering his ass. That's what yeah. he was doing. And 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 you know what? And they said they asked him like, "Was this a, a majority vote?" And he goes, "Yes, one to none, one to zero. Yep. That's crazy, bro. Like, yeah, he was more concerned with uh, how it appeared than being fair because he right. wasn't fair at all. Right. He gave Ron Artest the season. The season. He gave Stephen Jackson twenty five games. Twenty five games. He gave Jermaine O'Neal thirty games. Thirty games. And he gave, I think Ben Wallace was seven games, wasn't it? Ben Wallace was six games, bro. Six games. The fucking guy that Instigator, started it all. The, the guy that started it all gets six games. Mind you guys, he started throwing things. He was the one that gave everyone the idea. Let's throw shit. The, We're throwing shit. Fucking Ben Wallace is throwing shit. Why don't I get to throw this, shit? That shit blows my mind, bro. How fucking. I mean, I didn't know how many games he got until I just looked it up right now. Six fucking games, yeah, bro. Yeah, I remember when it happened. I thought it was like seven, but six, yeah. How? And they all appealed. And he's the one that started it, Yeah, bro. they all appealed and they all got denied. Yeah, they all got denied and fucking realistically, they were in the right. They were in the right. There was a, one of the um, one of the judges. I really wish the NBA would go back and reimburse them. Yeah. They won't, but I wish uh, they would. They uh, One of the uh, one of the judges that reviewed uh, the, the civil litigation, he said that, uh, in the documentary, he said that Jermaine O'Neal, Stephen Jackson, and Ron Artest all acted correctly. There was nothing. I mean, you're because you're in survival mode. Yeah, now. you're in survival mode. And he didn't even hit that guy until that guy hit him. Yeah. yeah. So. So. Um, <laughs> the going did I don't know if you know this or not. The guy that Ron Artest hit should have been hit. Yeah. He should have been hit because. He betted James Green $50 to hit Ron Artest <laughs> with the cup. and Or John Green. John Green, yeah. Uh, and John Green said, okay. And that's when he threw the cup at him and hit him. So he so, so Ron Artest, he, he hit the wrong guy. But did he really? Uh, he kind of hit the right guy, you yeah. know, because that guy's. Well, but John Green deserved to beat down, and I don't think he got it. No. Because as soon as, as soon as Jermaine or, or Stephen Jackson came into the frame, yeah, because I think he started backing out. I think Tinzo or Tinzo or whatever uh, pulled him away. Tinsley, Tinsley, yeah. he actually pulled him away. Yeah, so that's pulled him off there. of him because yeah, he was on top of Ron. Yeah. But he didn't even hit him. No, he didn't. Yeah, he deserved. He so, did. and honestly, fuck, fuck Tinsley too because 
you're the one that kind of started too because you're the one like oh go get that foul go do it yeah. and then you're the one that said that and you're not even really involved in the fight at yeah. all did you see okay at the end when they're all walking out towards the fucking uh towards the, the tunnel. Uh, tunnel tinsley has a fucking um you know the sweeper and the the fucking bucket yeah. he has the bucket and he's holding it up like he's gonna hit somebody in the stands I did not see. <laughs> Out of all weapons, you grabbed the thing, the fucking the grab one of the fucking chairs and made a metal. <laughs> you grabbed the plastic fucking sweeper bucket. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious! Oh um, my so, god, dude. There's so going into also uh, right after the fight, after all that shit happened with uh, Charlie, uh, they're the they're in the middle of the crowd, and the cops. We already talked about the cops coming from the back. They come and they grab Reggie Miller. And he's about to pepper spray Ron Artest. And in the documentary, the guy says, I, I had no intention of pepper spraying. What the fuck? Bro, they get it like this in his you, fucking face. What do you mean you had no intention Why of pepper Why did you spray? have it out? Why did you have it out? And in his face, you had no intention. Shut the fuck up. You had every intention to do it. Mm. Oh, and then I didn't even know who Reggie Miller is. And like Steven Jackson says, how the fuck do you not know who Reggie Miller is on the Pacers? He was in the league for 18 years. How do you not Ugh. know that? Like, dude, that was so stupid. So, I mean, these people try to make themselves look good, bro. And it's like, there's footage bro, showing. It's a, sh- a shit show from the very beginning. Yeah. No, not enough security guards. The security guards you had were not good because they actually ended up breaking several laws. The DA did prosecute a lot of security guards and people um, involved. I, I, I was listening to the uh, um, Ron Artest and Jermaine O'Neal talk about it on Ron Artest's podcast. So it was good hearing it from the goats that actually was or from the horse's mouth, you know, yeah. that wasn't on the on the thing. And Jermaine O'Neal says that he had a he used to walk around with a security guard and the security guard was trying to hold him back and couldn't hold him back at all. And then there's like a um what are they called? That uh the people that check the tickets? Um uh, ticket handler? I want I want to say chauffeur, but it's not a chauffeur. Uh, but um Usher? Usher, Usher. So you gotta there, let it burn. Yeah, so there was an yeah, there's an usher trying to hold Jermaine O'Neal back. And he he said he did not know this until he watched the footage. The guy was like sixty years old, and Jermaine O'Neal fucking grabs him and throws him over the scores table and the guy breaks his fucking like hip or some shit like that. Just by throwing him over. And it was a it was an usher. And he did not know until he actually looked at the footage. He's like, Oh shit. You know? So it it was it was I hope just, he paid his fucking medical bills. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but it was crazy. So then um, what I love, though, well, whatever. I didn't love this, but they're coming to the to the tunnel and Arrow was just throwing shit all over. Them. I hated that. Yeah, I hated that, bro. And then you, you they s- all got prosecuted, by the way. Anyone that spilled through a drink or anything like they that, that they got on film. The D.A. made it his personal goal to make sure everyone and anyone mm-hmm. involved that he could identify on film mm-hmm. um, be prosecuted. And they went through all the film. The DA himself yeah. did not press charges on Ron Artest, Jermaine O'Neal, or Steven Jackson for a reason, because he believed that they yeah. acted accordingly. Right. And then um, uh, it's crazy because when they walk in the tunnel, you see them grabbing the fucking chairs, wiggling them out, trying yeah. to throw them, and they do. They throw, There's like, one where they get the, you see, the, and it hit an old lady. And, and Yeah, and it, it right behind Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah. Right behind, just, missed, just him. missed him. And it cracked a probably like a forty year old woman right in the fucking probably head. older than that. Yeah, 40, probably 50. Older, yeah. And yeah, I just remember seeing her go down. You can see her yeah, fucking. That's fucking sad, bro. It was like, uh, 
It was like a dart almost, and yeah. it just drilled her. That's sad, dude. But in, in the footage, you only got to see like one or two chairs thrown. Realistically, they talk about it. There was like nine or ten chairs thrown, and yeah. I believe it. They're, I mean, fuck, some of them weren't even, well, they're not uh, stapled in the ground or like that. The like, ones on the bench aren't. Those are free. Uh, well, and, and so are the ones on the floor, yeah. which are like five rows back or whatever. Those first five rows, they're all regular seats. You, you could just pick them up and just throw yeah. them because they had to pick those seats up for like when they do hockey or stuff yeah. like that. So, dude, I mean, so many chairs were probably thrown. You know, we don't know really what's going on. Um, and it's just crazy. And then, but what I did love is uh, Steven Jackson at the end of the documentary, he's walking to the tone. He goes, hey, well, no matter what, we ride together, fam. We ride them fucking together. And I was like, dude, dude he'd just been on the team for yeah, nine games. Eight, nine games, yeah. I'm like, bro, that's that's fucking someone you But want. he said it too. He goes, man, if we went to the bar after this. After this recording. And had drinks and someone tried to I get I got him, you. I'll be I the first you. one yeah. up. I'll be the first one to step. I'm like, dude, we all need a fucking friend like Steven Jackson. Oh, yeah. We all, I don't care who it is. We all need a friend like Steven Jackson, bro. Because, I mean, who knows what the fuck pops off. And he's down to ride uh, against anybody, bro. Yeah, his own coach. That's fucking, <laughs> that's fucking crazy. Uh, you guys, if you guys don't know, Steven Jackson found out that his coach was sleeping with his ex-wife, or still, I don't know, I don't think they were divorced yet, separated wife, and he went over there. Derek Fisher? That's his ex-coach? I don't know. Yeah, don't, no, he was that. coaching him at the time. You heard about Derek Fisher and fucking Steven Jackson's? No, I heard oh. about Derek Fisher and Matt Barnes. Oh, Matt Barnes, you're right. I'm sorry, I got confused. <laughs> My bad, I got confused. He's Matty Barnes, but he's yeah. also a ride or die too. I yeah, bet. hell yeah, hell yeah. I bet if I don't, I think I seen him in a fight once. Yeah, against Kobe or tried to fight Kobe. Kobe wasn't having it, and he yeah. stared at him. Yeah, yeah, he was. He tried to fight Kobe. Matt Barnes did fight against someone. And I'm uh, trying. Yeah, I can't remember who. I don't remember who it was, but uh, yeah. So that happened, bro. And I'm like, hey, word up to Steven Jackson, bro. And um. I did not know this. I, I had forgot that he was on the championship team with the Spurs the year or the championship right before that. Nah. I thought he got on the team after this fight, but fuck, it's been so long, dude. I guess I forgot that, you know? Uh, yeah, I thought he got it after two. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ron Artest ended up changing his name to Metal World Peace and went to the Lakers and won a championship with them. Yeah. Um, and, the only and, one that never won a title was poor Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah. And, uh, and Reggie Miller. And you know what? What is his last year on the team, yeah. though? But you know what? I respect Ron Artest because I don't, I don't remember this either. When he said at the end, he goes, they're like, congratulations, you're a champion now. And he goes, nah, I should have won with Jermaine, Steven, all them. Like, I should have won with them no matter what. That should have been my first one. It was like, as a fan, it's like, dude, that's a fucking touching moment because, like, damn, you, you fucking, you're, you're taking responsibility for, you know, your actions that, that did happen yeah. and shit like that. So I was like, Mad respect for that, bro. What do you? What would you have given them if you were the commissioner? If I was the commissioner at the time, nah. well, obviously I would have looked at the film, and I probably would have suspended them for like at least the first four or five games. Because I mean, you think about it, NBA, they're playing two, three times a week. You know, I don't so know. I'd give them more than that just because of the the, the well, coverage. Well, no, so you got to cover your ass. But you I'm just, you got to cover your ass. But it takes time to look at film. You're not gonna be able to cover film fucking within a day. You know, yeah. so. I'll suspend him for like first four or five games. Well, that's the first. If I'm the commissioner and this is happening, I'm like, I need all those fucking tapes yeah. in my office right now. Exactly. Exactly. And obviously, they're, indef they're indefinitely suspended until I make a decision. Exactly. So, what's your decision? Um, Ron Artest probably gets about 10 games. Probably about 10 games. Uh, ben Wallace gets about like 15 games. Um, Jermaine O'Neal. I honestly would only give him like that five game suspension, bro. 
uh, Steven Jackson, I'd probably only give him like a five or six game suspension. Just because it's, I mean, they did what they had to do. To, let's just be honest, they did. And But like I said, I would have suspended everyone for at least five games. That way I could cover film, you know. It's not because, like I said, you're not going to be able to cover it in just one day. Yeah, you can. A whole day? <sighs> I don't think so. I think it would take about like three days, three, four days. Okay. So after the three or four days. Okay. And by then they probably would have had at least two games. Okay. That's what I'm saying. After you seeing it. Yeah. What's your grand total? Yeah. And then that's when I would throw out the suspensions. You know, Ben Wallace, like I said, pff, fuck. Ben Wallace would have got a lot more than six games. My yeah. Opinion. Yeah. He probably, that's what he probably would have got like 15 to 20 games. He would have got almost as much as Ron. Yeah, because he started it, and I honestly I don't I would not have I wouldn't have have I probably would have gave Ron a test maybe about twenty games because he did go into the stands which he shouldn't have but it really wasn't his fault. I would have gave Ron half the season, the rest of the half of the season, so until forty two games, break, yeah, until All Star break, mm-hmm. I would have gave Jermaine and Steven ten, and not because I believe they deserve ten, but because that's what would probably t- it would take to calm the media down. Yeah. And then I would have definitely given well, especially, especially at that time because um, it was all it, it was is all, early early two thousands. And then I hate that they like these thugs. They thug this thug that. Yeah. And oh, it's a hip hop sport. And also, it's like, bro, like you. I mean, you guys. Just, this you guys is, threw a lot of race into this, this bro. And oh really, yeah, yeah, and it really shouldn't have been that and way at all. This this single event is the reason why they have a dress code. Yeah. Yeah. That was the first thing came out was a dress code. And uh, I'm going to be honest, I'm not mad at the dress code. I'm not either. I think the dress code should be for I, any sport. Any sport. I any agree. sport because they're professional athletes. You should yeah. be having a dress code no matter yeah. what. We don't want to see you guys out there and fucking flip-flop. boy Devontae Smith looking like a fucking... Oh, fucking man. Dude. That guy's bringing back the suit game, bro. Yeah, he's bringing back the uh, the double-breasted look Yeah, by um, himself. But you don't want to see these guys in fucking like us in everyday clothing, fucking uh, flip flops, fucking sweats, and a t-shirt. Like, dude, yeah. come on, no, be professional, be like you're supposed to be. Be out there in a suit. You guys make millions of dollars, you know. Like, yeah. fucking go get them. They're not. It's not hard for you to grab. A Rod, when he played, um, every rookie on the team, mm-hmm. he would take them and buy them three suits. Oh, sweet! Every That's rookie badass. for every team he's ever played That's on. That's fucking badass. So if there was like two or three rookies, he'd be like, "Hey, come on," and he'd take them to a suit guy, and he'd buy them three suits each. And he goes, you're a professional athlete. You got to dress the part. It's on me. Tax write-off, baby. I don't think so. Yeah, it's a donation. You buy it for someone. It's a donation. Tax I write-off. Mean, yeah. So he bought it for a lot. I'm sure they weren't cheap. <laughs> <laughs> the guy had fucking two of the biggest contracts in all the sports. <laughs> back to back, you know? Right, and right, right. So I, I, I fucking dig that. I've always respected A-Rod because a lot of people don't like A-Rod. Yeah. I've always I like respected A-Rod. him because of that. And then the first thing he did is he bought his mom, his mom something. He used to tell the story how when he was a kid. Uh, but then it would, started vibrating. Huh? <laughs> it started vibrating. What? The thing he bought her? What? The thing he bought her house. Oh. <laughs> I said the, the thing he bought his mom and started vibrating. The first thing he bought her was a house. That's <laughs> what I said. Anyways. Um, and then he, he said when she was when he was a kid, um, it was just him and her, no no dad around or anything like that. And so she would work like multiple shifts as a waitress so he in had different restaurants, and he would help her counter tips every night. And he said, "Yeah, when I when uh when it's all said and done, uh, I'm gonna uh I'm gonna like take care of her." And then he got drafted right out of high school. Mm-hmm. He had committed to um, I want to say the University of Miami, and uh, they accepted his commitment, and everything like that. But once he got drafted, he was just like. All right, guys, I'm now gonna, I'm gonna make this it. money. And then yep. He got the Texas Rangers signed him like like at 19 or something like yep. that, and ever since then. But the cool thing is, obviously, he took care of his mom. 
even though he never actually went to the University of Miami, he still donates to their fucking that's, sports program all the time. That's tight. Because he was, you know, because he's like, shit, I would have been a fucking hurricane. Yep. Yep. Uh, you know, in a different world, I would have been a hurricane. So he donates to them. So I've always loved A Rod. What, what, what is that? Shit like that? When did he get drafted? In 90? 90? Yeah, I want to say 90. He would have been there with Ray Lewis and Ed Reed and them? Yeah. Damn. Bro. Damn. <laughs> uh, uh, fucking Miami would have burnt to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> As if they almost did it already. Yeah, right? <laughs> fucking. Yeah, all sorts of shit. But yeah, I've always liked Ray A Rod because stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, I think you should wear a suit or dress nice. Or I hate like man, I hate watching like seeing dudes just walk around like in terrible style. Like mm-hmm. Kamar Usman, fucking fire your stylist, bro. <laughs> fucking think about Kobe, bro. I thought uh, Kobe coming to look like a laffy taffy fucking rapper, bro. Uh, like, bro, come on. So, some of some of these people, yeah, their their stylists are fucking pretty bad. And I'm you know, honest, like, sometimes Russ has some horrible shit, but he also has a lot of nice stuff. Yeah, so yeah. Cam Cam has nice stuff. He just goes over the top. Yeah, Cam Newton. But Cam, like, if you yeah. get away with the hats and the canes, nice suit. Yeah, it's always a nice suit. Um, I uh, who who was it? Oh, it always reminds me of uh, that scene from. Uh, Wedding Crashers, when he's like, "Let's be maple farmers." He goes, "What? What are? You, what is this? Trick or treat? Count Chocula?" <laughs> and he's like, "Tizza, come on, we're professionals. We've done this a million times." Right, right, right. Yeah. So I always reminds me of that. Like, dude, what the fuck? What, what is this? Like, yes. what are you fucking the Monopoly man? Grow up. We're a fucking regular suit. <laughs> as long as it's tailored right, dude. Any suit looks It'll, good. It will look good. Yeah. Yeah, because you're a fucking professional athlete. You probably yeah. fucking have a great body. You're gonna look like the you get the V cut. You're gonna look like a fucking stud. Yeah. Any suit, just I don't like. I said I'm not a big fan of the double breasted look, but Devontae Smith is bringing that shit back. Fuck yeah, he fuck looks yeah, fly he as fuck. So I'm not a, not a lot of people can pull it off, but that guy is. Yeah, he's he pulling is. it off. So like I said, with the dress code, I'm not mad at it. Mad at that at all, no. bro. I mean, I think the dress code should have been enforced a long time ago. Yeah. But it is what it is. I mean, you, you never know? really saw Jordan walk around like that. I mean, you'd see him in a tracksuit every now and then, but he always wore a suit, and that was before the dress code. Mm-hmm. You'd see him in a suit. And he knew it because uh, and he goes, someone might meet me for the first time Magic. ever. Magic was always in a suit. Yep. Or a tracksuit. Yeah. Yeah, every now and then you catch yeah. him in a tracksuit. But, but you know what I mean? The weather. You're fucking yeah. tired. You're fucking going back to backs. Um, you know, sometimes like that, the tracksuit makes sense. With this documentary, what uh, what got on your nerves about it? Is there anything that got on your nerves? Yeah, just like the owner, the owner saying, like the owner kept on trying to paint himself in a good book, yeah, good look, and I'm kind of mad at the documentarist for not calling him out on his bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't ask him, well, why wasn't there enough security guards there? Right. Well, why weren't the cops? They didn't press the cops either. Yeah. Why weren't you there? They never asked him why they weren't there. They said they were coming from the they, back. No, they said that they were on the floor. That yeah. they said they were on the they floor. They were on the floor, but there's clear video that they weren't on they the floor. Weren't. Yeah, exactly. So. I, I, I like that they didn't press it. Like, come on, mm-hmm. just fucking get them to answer the questions you need, and then press a motherfucker. Yep. Because fucking some some real documentarists, that's how they do it. Yeah. They'll get what they need, so they got enough, and then they'll press you. And fuck it, if you walk out, you walk out. You got everything you needed already. But no, they didn't press the owner. They didn't press the fucking cops. And and those fucking questions needed should have been ans- asked. Like, why didn't you do your job? As a yeah. police officer, where were you coming from? You weren't on the floor. Here's a video. Look, here's an iPad. Here's you not on the floor. Yeah. Or, you know, so I didn't like that. They didn't like really press the issue. I felt like they pressed the players more than they pressed the, everyone else. Yeah, me too. 
They, they asked them. They asked them the hard questions, which is good. But keep it going, you know. And they, I think they should have fucking pressed uh, Charlie too for being a little bitch. Oh, they should have pressed the shit out of Charlie. They should have called him out. They should have made him walk out. They I should. They should have pressed his bitch ass until he walked out. It's like, uh, you said you didn't want to fight, and that was a bitch move. But didn't, video you. didn't you come up to him with your fist and? Why were you on the floor? You're saying you got pushed to the exit. Well, the exit's the opposite way. I would have... Uh, the, I mean, that that's my thing. The exit is the opposite way from the court. So what do you mean you got pushed to the exit? I be- oh, speaking about this, you know who was there? Yeah. Fucking Art Trejo's favorite artist, Kid Rock. Kid Rock, Kid Rock was there. <laughs> he actually speaks about it, bro. And He, he said, probably already left, huh? No, he was there. He, he was, was on the opposite side of, yeah. of all the melee. He he talks about like how that was the scariest moment of his life. I, I that shit would probably freak me out too, cause like I just want to leave. Like yeah. if I was in the middle of all that, I'd be like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I I ain't got nothing um, to do with right this. Right right after this, he made his number one hit. I'm a cowboy. That's the only song I think I know by. <laughs> but uh, no, Shout he act- out Art no, Jacob. He actually really was there, dudes. And that's uh, he, crazy. He, yeah, he talks about how that's literally the scariest moment he's ever seen. I wonder who else was there. I'm I'm sure there were celebrities, especially because it was the two best teams of the East. It's nationally televised. I'm sure there's a lot of stars. Famous there, I bet Megatron. No, Megatron was. I yeah, Megatron. I, Megatron could have been. Yeah, there. because he was uh, played for the Lions. I I thought about maybe Eminem might be there because Detroit. You know, um, fuck. Do they have anyone else in Detroit? <laughs> like, let's be honest. It's fucking Detroit. I mean, Megatron would have been in yeah. Detroit. No, he was. Yeah. At the um, time, because you know it's an off season. I'm sure he leaves during the off season. One thing He's that a Georgian. One thing I didn't like about the documentary, um, they made out Jermaine O'Neal to be like the greatest player of all time. He was good, bro. He was good, but he was he was like number five at his own position. Dude, he was real good. No, he was good, but I'm just saying, like, they made him seem like he was literally the best player throughout the whole league. And I was like, dude, at your position, you have Tim Duncan, which is better than you, Kevin Garnett, which is better than you, Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk Nowitzki is better than you, and then I mean honestly, Dirk Dirk Nowitzki doesn't even play the position right. Dirk Nowitzki should be considered a small forward, but he's not. He's a he's a power. No, I mean, he's listed as a small forward, but he play he's listed no, he's as power. a power forward. Yeah, but he plays as a small. Yeah. So they actually do a lot of teams do this, where they fucking list them, but they will fucking have another power forward in the lineup. Um, and that the, guy, Spurs, the Spurs do that, and yeah. that's and that they had they make fucking Tim Duncan they made Tim Duncan play center a lot. Yeah. I know. Um, but no, I don't. But Dirk never fucking plays power. No, but that's his. That's his. Position. Nah, he's a small forward. Get the I mean, fuck out he of here. he he did guard Tim and KG. So I mean, he, he didn't guard them. Fuck no, he didn't <laughs> guard them. <laughs> Who guarded him? Michael Finley? Because Michael Finley did too. Sean so. Bradley. <laughs> Sean Bradley's bitch ass was guarding him all the time. Don't act like he wasn't. But even, even it was so. Sean Bradley, seven six ass. I don't even know who fucking Sean Bradley you is. Remember That's... the tall, ugly motherfucker that was their center? He was like no, seven I four. Don't, I don't remember that. Seven at four all. white dude. He was fucking the one guarding Tim Duncan all the time. I don't remember him at all. I remember fucking Duncan and Dirk going at it a lot. Never. But uh, never. Oh, you're tripping. You're so tripping. You're tripping. I watch Spurs games all the time. There's Dude, no you way. don't even remember Sean Bradley because he's not a Spurs. He fucking played with Dirk. He's the one who guarded fucking. He was the starting center. For the fucking Mavericks for ten oh, years. I think I, I think our center at the time was fucking probably Tiago Splitter, bro, or or fucking uh, what's that uh, Brazilian one? Oh, yeah, I'm trying to think of. He was at he Boris Diaw. No, not Boris Diaw. He's French. Um, fuck, it's something with a B or or with an O O O Boren or some shit like that. I can't think of his name right now, but um, 
But then you have those three are above him. And then you have probably Amari Starmer at the time was probably better than him, bro. It was like, I don't, they made him look out to be the best. But it's like, okay, we're not even saying not even power forwards. You go Kobe, which is better than him. Uh. Shaq, even though he was out of shape, was fucking better than him. Um, fuck, even maybe Dwayne. Robert, even maybe Robert Ory was better than when Dwayne Wade wasn't in the league yet. Yeah, it was. Oh, four. Oh, they four, got drafted right. in 06. Got, oh, six. Okay. Um, so who's still around? I mean, there's there's a lot of players that were better than fucking Jermaine O'Neal, and yeah. for them to make him seem like he was the best player in the league, it was just like uh, he was good, but he they tried to make him seem like he should have been MVP. And I'm just oh, like, no. no, no, he wasn't that no, good. No. I would never, I would he, never, in all his seasons, I never would consider him no as an MVP candidate because I mean, there's fucking it's it's hard to win MVP. Kobe only it won is. it. Kobe only won it once. He should have won it three times. He probably yeah, probably three times. Tim should have won it twice. I think that's what the no. Team. He has twice. He has it twice. He probably. I think, I yeah. think two's. I think two, two's, two's fair for because he's he's not a Nash. Not a, Nash maybe should have got one, one or zero. One, one or zero. One yeah. or zero. Let's be honest. They gave Steph too many. They've given LeBron too many. They've given KD too um, many. I don't know if they given LeBron too many because uh, there's a lot of little seasons and there, and there was one season where a Steph got one that LeBron should have got one. Yeah. Um, but it. I mean, it's the NBA, bro. It's it's all just a favoritism award. No, yeah. that's all it is. Just a favoritism award because it's like like MVP. Giannis shouldn't have won it. Was it two years ago? LeBron should have won it that year too. Yeah. It's like really. Do they have better? If they have better yeah. stat lines, they have better stat lines. Yeah. It's, it's all it really comes down to. Mm. They're all winning teams. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's some bullshit. Fucking Russell Westbrook should have won one back to back. He got back to back fucking average triple doubles. Yeah. No one's ever done that besides Oscar Robinson, which was back in the fucking. 50s but he or never 60s. did it back to back seasons. No, but he only was, did it one season. But that was like in the sixties. Yeah. Fucking Russell did it back to back. He should have won it both years, bro. I don't yeah. care. I mean, that's amazing. You want to talk it about most valuable if yeah, average and triple? It don't matter if your on. fucking team's in the last place or not. Wow. He is the most valuable player in the fucking league. Yeah. He should have won it. Yeah. James Harden should not have have one. Oh no, you know. I mean, that's just my opinion, but whatever. It is what it is. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, basketball talk, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> Man, we, mean, we start talking about Jermaine O'Neal, and then all of a sudden we get into MVP <laughs> talks. Man, we just we could just ramble off on all this shit. All day, son. But um, with this event, man, it was uh very crazy. Um, like I said, I, I could. Honestly, we we probably watched documentary like two times, and just we didn't really go over notes, man. You have a, a little paper right there, and we didn't really read off of it. Um, well, I was gonna tell you about uh, James John Green. Uh, actually, John Green and Ron Artest are friends. What to this day are friends? Uh, Ron Artest actually texts him and calls him every day. Wow. Yeah. Talk and, about therapy working. And guys. they they talk. Yeah. Um, that there whoever uh, Ron Artest therapist is, God bless them. Yes. Because, like I said, he was kind of a loose cannon. Those breathing exercises would have worked if John Green didn't throw that. Mm-hmm. And then here's John here's Ron Artest years later forgiving him and, and becoming friends with him. And um what also made us get on this topic, guys, uh, like I said, the our anniversary was around the same time as this anniversary. The whole LeBron James thing with uh Isaiah Stewart. Mm-hmm. And literally like two days after that, what runs around the internet? A picture of Ron Artest and, and Ben, ben Wallace, Wallace yeah. hugging. And that's on side. And that's like, dude. It just like it just had a click, man. Yeah. You know, and so as you guys can tell, we're fucking basketball fans. Yeah, so. we're a real basketball fan. We're fucking naming whole starting lineups from teams. Yeah, <laughs> eighteen years ago, we were little, like so. And we got and I, was, no, and I was only like ten or yeah. eleven years old. And, and the, all the notes I have are the date that it happened, the final score, the attendance, and when it happened. That's all the notes I have. <laughs> because this is all all through our head, man. Because yeah. like this shit we remember. Like it was just a vivid fucking 
not a great memory, but it's like, dude, how do you forget that? Yeah. You know? Dude, I was on the phone with my buddy Louie. Mm-hmm. I had just been out of school, maybe. I was going to BC. Right. And I was on the phone with my buddy Louie, and we were talking about something, and I was the game was on, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, dude, someone just threw the fucking beer at Runner Test, turned the TV on. <laughs> And he's like, oh shit, are you serious? I was like, bro, they're fighting. They're fucking fighting. And he's like, are you serious? I'm like, dude, I'm not fucking kidding. Turn the TV on. And he turns the TV on. He's like, holy shit, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. I was like, dude, I don't know. Someone threw a beer on our test. He went in the crowd. He went in the crowd. I was like, yeah. And we, yeah, I just still remember to this day. I was on the phone yeah. with my buddy Louie and we we're talking about something and then yeah, I had and the game on. And like I said, I mean, I was at home. I was watching it just at home. And then uh, like a couple of days later was Thanksgiving. And like I said, we went to my uncle's house in Vegas and. I remember all of us just right there just watching it, bro. We watched it probably like 15 times. And I can remember all their reactions. My uncle fucking pointing out everybody in the stands and shit. Like, and you know, okay, you know what gets me too, though? Uh, in the documentary, it showed uh, the announcer. Um, the announcer that Jim was, Gray. Well, whoever, yeah, was doing. was. Oh. Yeah, I think his name was Jim Gray. I'm pretty sure because he still announces today, right? Yeah, I think so. So he was he was in the documentary. What what I got with with it is, all this shit could have been resolved that night, because in the documentary when he's doing his interview and he's talking to um, Stephen A and all them, he tells him he goes, well Ron Artest actually went after the wrong guy. The guy in the hat is the one that threw the cup at him. He goes, I was right there, right next to Ron Artest when all this was going on, and he went after the wrong guy. Fucking Jim Gray knew exactly who threw it. Uh. If you would have talked to him that night. This whole fucking thing could have been resolved. They almost then. had like a manhunt for him because they couldn't figure out yeah. who he was with the ticket it, it's sale. Fun, it's funny how how uh, they found out. Yeah, because he, he was the, the DA's neighbor. Yeah, he was dating the D, uh, the neighbor of the DA. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Like, out of all what things, are the odds. So he's like, I and did that recognize guy. Him. I'm so mad that Ronald Tess is his friend because that guy was such a fucking pompous yeah. asshole yeah. when they found him because he was like laughing in interviews and thinking he was cool that he threw it. Yeah. Dude, I'm just like, that's why I, I, when you told me that right now, I was like, what? Are you yeah, like, yeah, they're friends, bro. Dude, I would never be friends with someone like that. Like, he thought it was funny. Yeah. But what's funny about this situation? There's, yeah. I mean, other than fucking, uh, what's his name, getting knocked the fuck out on court. That's, oh. the, only <laughs> that's the only funny part. I, yeah, fuck you, Charlie H, you yeah, little bitch. fucking pussy. Hey, you fucking sucker punch me. Yeah. Okay, square up with the one-on-one. You're still going to get fucking knocked yeah. out. Well, you're trying. he was trying to square up. That's why he got yeah. slept. Yeah, like, that's why he slipped. Dude, there's no one on the fucking, uh, everyone else on the floor doesn't have their fist balled up in yeah. a fucking fighting stance. Except you and your friend. Yeah, so, oh, you got sucker punch? No, you were in a fighter stance. They were pushing me to the exit, but I'm going on the court instead. But I'm going to be Shut in a fighter up. stance the whole time. Yeah, even though there's no reason to be in a fighter stance, little bitch. Fuck him. Yeah, man. Uh, so you guys can find him on social media. Just shit on his fucking Facebook or something. Yeah, but but it didn't come from us, you know. Yeah. Like, just say it came from like Art and Jacob Dominguez. <laughs> All the hate mail goes to them too. <laughs> um, but I thought I thought this was a good topic for us to come cover, guys. I mean, it's been a while since we've been on here. Like I said, we had a lot of uh, difficult uh, stuff with our own schedules and uh, just uh, yeah, technical just... difficulties, recording and stuff like that. So. um Hey, we thought we'd bring you a, a real decent episode, something that happened here in the States. That was really cool. Uh, instead of actually doing a blind topic, we actually both did like a little bit of research because, I mean, fuck, like we said, we know this stuff, guys. Yeah. This happened when we were growing up, so it's just like, the boom, pod- it's there. The podcast you sent me to, sent me was fucking, they were from England. Already. Yeah, they're from England, yeah. And I was just like, oh, man. And like They didn't know nothing about it. They didn't know anything about sports. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Their yeah. lack of knowledge on sports was just, I was just like, yeah. 
oh man, you guys really shouldn't be covering yeah, this topic. For sure, for sure. You guys don't know anything about it, but uh, I mean, sometimes you just gotta go get get it from people that know what they're talking about. Yeah. Um, just like the uh, Bakersfield Three that me and or the, me and Jacob did. Bakers or not the Bakersfield? Three, we uh, covered the Bakersfield Three. Uh, the Lords of Bakersfield. Lords of Bakersfield. Yeah. Freaking. Um. So yeah. Sweet. I mean, there's just some stuff that. I feel like you know, we could cover it again because it was there was so much meat on the bone. Oh yeah, I mean, there's a lot of shit, man. Uh, I was looking into it too because actually on that episode it was supposed to be us three on it. Yeah, and um, so I, I mean, I did a little research on it too, and t- there's so much shit on this guy. There's so much meat on the bone left um, that we just had to, like for time purposes. If, if uh, actually let's let's just get like a little vote on that shit or whatever. If you guys think that maybe we should cover the Lords of Bakersfield, just uh, go ahead and hit us up on social media, and we'll cover our own end on that. Yeah. Um, so the social medias are words, the letter R, hard podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Instagram Twitter, and Twitter, Twitter, and then Jordan's going to start a TikTok. Yeah, sure. I'm going to start doing dances on there with fucking words of hearts. <laughs> do a, do a TikTok cause you have a fucking shirt and I don't. Yeah. Um, so no. hey, it, it, dude, what I love about it is people are always complimenting on my shirt. I wish I would and, have that problem. <laughs> everywhere I go, people are like, dude, I love your shirt. Or like, Oh that's cool. Like that reminds me of like when uh, kids write on their paper because like it's it's literally a piece of paper with the uh, the words are hard like in scribbled word uh, lettering. If you guys want one, we can get you one for yeah. about twenty five dollars. <coughs> for shipping sure, including for we, sure. We know a guy who's really good at shipping. Yeah, for sure. So uh, in the we, states, we could get that. We could get that shit done. So if you guys do want to buy some it. merch, just go ahead and hit us up, man. Because uh, I'll post a picture of the of uh, the shirt. shirt. Yeah, because it's actually really freaking nice. Uh, and you're just I, really supporting us in the podcast. It's more like a you're walking around like a free billboard for us, you know, yeah. just because help get us out, help get us recognized, stuff like that. But we could get this shit done. It's actually a really nice shirt, and if we could get enough, it would be nice to get it in bulk instead of just like one or two. You know, mm-hmm. we get like maybe like fifteen or twenty shirts. You know, that way it's in bulk. It'd be a little cheaper on on everything. So help us out, help the podcast, help us get better equipment to help bring you guys better shit. Help us. With everything, honestly. So yeah, I would like a MacBook Pro, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think we'd be we'd be able to figure out how to use it though. Yeah, I that's mean, the issue we have with El Gordo Entertainment yeah. is I think that technology is beyond us, and yeah. uh, we're just not having. Uh, that's why we haven't recorded on that. But as you guys can tell, we're itching to record. We're itching MMA. to record on fucking MMA. Speaking boxing. of which, there's, there's UFC a, fight tonight. There's a lot of shit. Happy Al Faziz is on that card. Yeah, the uh, and, uh, Tiger MMA and fucking Aldo's fighting uh, Rob Font, which is yeah. a great fight, dude. So like, if you not know, and there, we just had a big fucking last week of boxing. Oh god! Oh, so, so there's so much fights that we have not covered since August because our shit just it's not connecting. We don't know what's going on with it. And um, to be honest with you guys, like within the last like month and a half, two months, we've been really busy, so we haven't really been able to like go over there and try to like fix everything. But we'll get that shit up going soon, hopefully. But uh, we need to. We need to for sure. And that way we can start getting three people on a podcast again, four people on a podcast, sometimes even five. That way we could start bringing maybe Art and Jacob on, on our uh, on our platform and start covering shit on our podcast too because we've been itching to actually do combined uh, podcasts with them too. Yeah, we've been trying to do the Worlds the world, worlds Collide type episodes. Yeah, so uh, you know we, we actually have some good topics coming up that we've talked to them about and uh, – and some stuff that we've talked about that we want to do, and they want to be on it, you know. So we got some, we got some good shit in the works. A couple if, irons in the fire, yeah. As my buddy used to say, we just gotta get it all together and let it all play out. 
uh, soon. So if you guys want, you guys go ahead and uh, hit their uh, podcast up, which is uh, Art and Jacob Do America. They're on every platform as well, just like we are. Except you got to add A1 on their Twitter. Oh, they add A1 on their Twitter. Loser. Fucking, because they don't know how to do a steak, right? Uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> he was like, goes great with the steak. No, it doesn't. Yeah. I, like, I was it so does, quick. It really doesn't. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. If you, um, do, it by, if you do it right. I pants you to steak the other day. Oh. Oh, I bet, dude. I haven't pants here to stick in years, and I used uh, like just a shitload of fucking butter mm-hmm. and pepper, and that was it. Oh, dang. Okay, so oh, it was just simple. Yeah, simple. I put a lid on it this time. I never, yeah. I've never done the lid thing, but someone, I have really nice pots and pans. Right. I don't know if you've seen them. Yeah. They're the copper nonstick, and then the tops have little holes in them, like one little hole yeah, just little for hole, the steam. Yeah. That's how ours are, yeah. And it was perfect. I fucking pants seared it for shit four minutes on each side or something like that on high mm-hmm. and that was it came out good huh dude it came out fucking amazing um, i think i'm gonna do them all like that because i usually just grill them no sauce needed no no a1 needed yeah no a1 needed but if any of you other hot sauces or sauces want to sponsor us you guys sure can oh man i'm all about the hot sauce <laughs> you know who i would love to get sponsored by is red hot bro if red hot would oh, fucking man. sponsors dude, dude i that, totally put red hot i'd on fucking everything. nut everywhere bro because red hot is the shit dude and then, like I say, I put that shit on everything. So do I, bro. I put that shit I, on I everything. I fucking love Red Hot. Dude, burritos. I, I can't make... eat pizza without it, bro. Like Wings. <sighs> man, Come Red on. Hot is the shit, bro. So Red Hot, if you guys ever listen to this podcast, go ahead and sponsor us, man, because we really need it. <laughs> <laughs> we put that shit on everything. Yeah, the, la- the last company to sponsor us, uh, Mervin's, they went out of business. So, uh... <laughs> And then I was really excited when I got a letter from, a- uh, from Macy's, uh, but... It was them just telling me they were going out of business as well. Macy's uh, going out of business? No, they filed for bankruptcy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I thought you were going to talk about Anchor Blue when they got reached oh, out to man. You know what? They paid us only in cologne. So <laughs> <laughs> I, guess it, I guess it was worth it. <laughs> yeah, I still have that Anchor Blue cologne, guys. <laughs> no, uh, they paid us in Anchor Blue cologne and butt buckles. <laughs> <laughs> With the big AB. Yeah, <laughs> in, in in fucking uh old school right <laughs> in the square. Yeah. He had the little fucking uh a belt buckle in the with, square with, with the, a letter with the letter in old English. Yeah, That's right. It's just it was a J for me. I, j- I just wear it with the fucking tank top. Yeah. <laughs> in my Cortezes. That's right. And, that, that, and that my sounds, dickies that, that I get at like, Blue. That sounds like Jacob's get up when he was in high school. Oh, he yeah, said but, he was a little cholo member. Oh man, I I would have loved to meet <laughs> Jacob in high school. I mean, I met him shortly after. I met him when we were like in our early, early, early twenties. Yeah, doing partying. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chola Jacob would have been funny to meet. Man, um, yeah, man. So that's the episode. I hope you guys did enjoy this episode. Um, we covered as much as we could. Uh, like we said, go ahead and go ahead and follow the um, social medias again at Words Are Hard Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And uh, go ahead and follow our, our Instagrams at jfwint33 on everything. And my Instagram at jordan.ogin, that's J-O-R-D-N dot on literally everything and YouTube. So go ahead and follow that and keep on spreading this and not your legs. All right, peace.